0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Episode 2 of Kill Your Yo-Yo, brought to you by Illinx. Today, we have an extremely special guest, as always. It is Mark Montgomery. If you don't know who Mark Montgomery is, then you probably haven't been yo-yoing for the last 20-something years, because he has been just a a giant in the yo-yo world. He is sort of the, the godfather of fully freestyle when he came into the game Uh, improvisational yo-yoing wasn't the exception it was the norm Uh, in this episode we talk about when he used to go to contests and people would just have improvisational segments built into their freestyles and he has he carried this forward through all those years and has perfected Improvisational yo-yoing and has a style of improvisational yo-yoing that's different from a lot of people who are out there, myself included. Uh, so we talked all about that, as well as how he developed his unique style, which is sort of like flowy, old-school, smooth jazz of yo-yoing kind of style. Y- you have to see it to understand. So I recommend that you go check out his Instagram. That's Mark Mont is his Instagram. But if you want to get his ideas and just some information, then all you have to do is keep on listening because we cover all kinds of things today. Uh, this is, We just had so much fun recording this. I don't want to talk too much more. I, I want you to go ahead and listen. So here is Mark Montgomery.
1: My bad. I was just chilling, you know, sitting in the DMs waiting for the... Waiting for the bad signal from Mr. I-Links. You know, <laughs> L. What's going on? How's it going? Good, man. Good. Hold on. Let me, um, let me switch my audio source. Looks like it doesn't want to give me the, the crispy, clean audio.
0: Is there a way? Does that? No, that turns my camera around. I want to be able to make it so that your video is above mine.
1: Because you're, sure you you're all separate the comments. Yeah, I'm not sure if you can do that since you're the one that's hosting it.
0: Yeah. Well, I'll deal. Mm. You know, Hold I'll... On. Let me unpin this product. I can see more of your your uh your face here. I'm doing
1: great. How are you doing, Mark? I'm doing good. I got my coffee here, you know what I mean? You know. We got your coffee. We hit a we're here to discuss some yo-yos and, 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 and other skill toy anomalies and all that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What, uh, all right, first question, what do you brew with? Um, so I'm a poser right now because I have a Breville, but I only use it to grind coffee since I haven't learned how to use it just yet. But um, at the moment, I just do either a pour over or an AeroPress. Okay, yeah. And you're saying you're
0: a poser despite all that?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's only because I got the, you know, everybody always like comments on the machine, and I'm like, yeah, I don't even know how to use it yet. <laughs> okay, I got you, I got you. That's, uh, yeah, no, I don't even know what that,
0: that is or does. So yeah. <laughs> you're still miles ahead of me.
1: Got you, got you.
0: I'm sitting here with my Keurig, and... Uh, <laughs> I feel you. Yeah. We use the reusable pods, though. There's okay. like stainless steel
1: ones you can get on Amazon, highly recommend them. Got you, got you. Yeah. I mean, it's whatever it's 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 whatever gets your day moving. You know, it doesn't really Absolutely. matter the method. It doesn't matter if it's, you know, cheap one dollar coffee off of the corner of New York at the uh, the Bodega or whatever, it doesn't matter. As long as it gets yeah. you going, you know
0: what I mean? As long as, as long as it's got the caffeine in it.
1: That's what you yeah. need. Definitely,
0: definitely. Well excellent. Um so first of all, welcome and thank you so much for being here. It's I've been looking forward to this like since you said you'd be on yeah man i'm looking forward to this this was a nice little surprise I love yes. yeah. absolutely so just to kind of let you know what this whole thing is um this is a, a project i've been wanting to do for a long time and it's essentially uh, a bi-weekly interview show um on instagram live where people can ask questions yes. and then from this i'm going to take the audio and i make it into a podcast yes um and then I also take whatever the main point was, like some big point that we liked, and I'll write that up into a blog post. So like it's kind it. of a, a way to get, first of all, your name more out and more, also your ideas out, because I don't think there's a lot of space for people to share yo-yo ideas. Yes. it's all kind of just tricks, you know? Yeah,
1: definitely, definitely. Um, I, I, I like it. I like this format. I'm with it. Yeah. Uh,
0: so cool, first of all, uh, what is your, like, how did you get into yo-yo and what's your yo-yo backstory?
1: Ooh. okay. So I'll, I'll keep it brief since I've belabored this point tons of times, but long story short, okay. um, in 1996, so basically in 1996, you know, the Omega boom was kicking up and, you know, that was really kind of sparking this massive interest in yo-yos across uh, the U S and um, I stopped at a little craft store right outside of uh, a school I was about to start attending up in Western Mass. And uh-huh. just picked up a cheap plastic yo-yo and um, just kind of started learning the basics. Just want, I, I realistically, I just wanted to learn like Sleeper and uh, Walk the Dog, Rock the Baby, just those couple of key basics. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, commercials started popping off. So the visuals of seeing like Matt Rose is really kill it and other players kill it for Omega was just like in my eyes. And I was like, wow, that's pretty amazing. Um, And, you know, fun fact, two towns over from where I was, which was Deerfield, was Northampton, Massachusetts. And uh, for those who don't know, Northampton is definitely a yo-yo capital of the US. At the time, Jack Finn was running A to Z Science and Learning, now owned by uh, Andre Boulet. And, um, you know, they had a massive yo-yo collection they always have. So, you know, I picked up a couple of yo-mega yo-yos, and that's pretty much what kind of got me uh, boosted straight into the blend of things. I, um, you know, I I kept going with it after I learned sleeper, because I was like, it's spinning this is like magic you know in the 90s like that was like magic to us you know so just
0: to keep it going
1: yeah (laughs) just to keep it going I'm like this shouldn't be doing what this is doing there's no (laughs) motors. like is it the brain like you know so you know I was just really you know really jazzed about that and uh you know I did it for a couple of years started trying to do like brain twisters and this kind of slightly more complex tricks up to split the atom started busting up my knuckles was like I'm not doing this anymore. So I took a pause for a minute. And then uh, fortunately, at the end of 99 and into 2000, my dorm advisor, uh, also my math teacher, happened to be uh, an ex-clown in the Ringling Brothers. And he had an awesome yo-yo collection uh, at the entryway of his door, uh, Mr. Bart Landenberger. And uh, I, just, I just threw a shot out there. I was like, hey, do you know how to do split the atom? And he was like, well, actually I do. And he taught me that trick. Uh, so then when I, when I graduated from that school in 2000, I stopped at ADZ Science and Learning. On my way uh, out for the summer, and uh, Jack Finn then told me about Yo Mega Yo Yo contest, Yo happen- Mega World Yo Yo Association contest, uh, Y3A happening that summer. Um, sold me a viper. You know, gotta have a rubber yo yo. You don't want to mess up your knuckles. Uh, went That's the for- one with those big beefy rubber rims, right? Yes, yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> so you know, then I went home, found out about you know the yo yo community, yo yo news online, and uh, spin docs, and uh, really the rest was kind of history from there. I just started slowing down videos and just really getting into it. I think seeing Gary Liguria's brain twister combo was really kind of like the aha moment. Like, Oh yeah, it's sign sealed, deliver. I definitely got to like keep doing this. Where have I been? Like who are these people? You know what I mean? So yeah. that's pretty much how I got my start. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. So, so you, you get
1: into it, you eventually got onto team Yomaker right? hmm right. Okay. So basically in, um, I believe 2001 sometime around like the summer of 2001 i Mm -hmm. started to was it 2001 let me think so 2000 jamming 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 at some point between actually no in 2000 i met brett uchkunis and he invited me to come to the omega uh like club meetup that happened i believe in fall river uh it Mm -hmm. was close to the the, you know the corporate office anyway long story short there was meetups happening and he was in a proximity enough to be able to give me a ride so I started going to that uh to that meetup. And then um, you know, eventually, you know, just over time he you know, he he put in a good word for me at Yomega Yo and they, you know, they hit me up. Um, but actually before Yomega Yo I was on I was on Duncan. Um, really? Yeah. So I was, you know, after after Y three A, I just kinda kept doing, you know, some regional competitions and eventually uh met Steve Brown um, and he gave me he gave me an opportunity to be on Duncan for a while. Yeah. So I think that was like at the end of two thousand. Yeah, at the end of two thousand.
2: Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah. I didn't know Steve Brown used to <laughs> like rep Duncan. What? <laughs> I
2: I
0: I only know him as the C L Y W guy.
1: <laughs> yeah, Steve Brown is like like Mr. Duncan. Like dun- like Steve did a lot when it comes to like that immersion of Duncan and Steve. Like, you know, uh-huh. without you know, without without Steve you wouldn't have the freehand one. You know, without yeah. Steve, you wouldn't have 5 eight. you know, it's, it's, yeah, he was That'd
0: very, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, but yeah, no, he was, he was, he's very much like Mr. Duncan for, for a long time. Yeah. That's awesome. That's, yeah.
0: <laughs> this is why I like talking to people who've been in the game for a lot longer. Cause I just like, I kind I came in at a very specific time, maybe like 10 years ago. Yeah. And before that, my, my history is like gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nah, yeah. 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 That's awesome. So, so cool. So then, how did you get from there? I was looking up some of your old freestyles, mm. and I I saw it was uh, AP, and you were beatboxing while yeah. doing your combos. And I, yeah. if I'm not, if I I might be wrong about this, but did you win that year?
1: Yeah, I won that year, two thousand and three. Yeah, basically, the way that kind of came about was like. Artistic, I think that was like the second year of artistic performance division. Okay. Um, and, you know, it was still the rules were kind of still settling down. But ultimately, back then, it was I want to say it was something in the range of either 60 to 70 percent off of performance and 30 to 40 percent off of technicality. So I was like, OK, that's my rule set. You know, what can I do that I would feel comfortable like practicing that makes sense? I didn't want to do something super laborious or something a little bit more you know, involved, because I just didn't want to So yeah. I was like, what do I have at my disposal? And I knew I could like beatbox kind of sort of all right. So yeah. I just, I was like, you know, I'll give this a try. And um, I just practiced that summer and eventually, you know, got a chance to compete in uh, you know, the rest is history. But uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: so, then, so then was that, was that fully routined out? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay, so you weren't go up just fully improvising. No, your... no, okay. no, no. Don't wow. get me wrong. Um, back then, like in the in the two thousand, you know, two thousand to two thousand ish two range, there was plenty of players that would you know freestyle at least a portion of their uh, of their routines. Um, you know, and I was I was definitely one of them. Um, you know, I would like I might have like seventy percent of a trick done, and I'll improvise the rest. Like if you didn't have a trick ending, or if you just you might have like a, a 30 second gap in your routine and you just figure it out like on the fly. That was just, you could do that for one, cause competition wasn't as extreme now as it is now. Yes. Um, and it was just, there was just something, it was just more, it was just more normal. Um, and there, I think there was just something in the fact that like there's only so many tricks don't get me wrong. It was a good amount of tricks by then, but yeah. there was only so many and like, you know, the, yo- the yo-yos were only so good. So, you know, you got to you got to do what you can with the time that you have or don't have. We put a lot of emphasis on making tricks, on flow, on just like everything around like the yo-yo theory of the, like that stuff. Like like we were very much about like the playing and the getting getting good and being raw. So, yeah. it's like competition was just like the rest of your time. You know, it's like we yeah. go to these contests cuz we're really into this yo-yo stuff. But since there's a competition, we might as well compete. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, it was It was very much an aside to the true kind of like artisanship or kind of like, yeah, I guess that's the right word of of like just being into the medium, you know, whether it was, yeah. you know, tinkering around with toys or sorry, tinkering around with like modding your, your, you know, your throws to be, you know, better for what you're trying to do or really nerding out on the details of the tricks and whatnot, et cetera. Um, every, yeah. That whole world of things was a much bigger deal than the competition of things. Yeah. I, <laughs> I I
0: I kind of feel when we were talking about that like like skateboarding kind of follows the same thing, except it's almost held on to that a little bit more. Yeah. That soul of skateboard uh, that's not to say that yo-yoing is completely sold out into competition.
1: Yeah. But like yeah. there are yo
0: yoers who just who just compete, you know? Yeah. yeah,
1: I know. It's it's interesting. You know, over time it's the yo-yo community is one hundred percent reflective of more or less group consensus, and those that decided to kind of impact a little bit of shift or get a little bit vocal or more kind of outward with consistency with what they believe in or what they you know truly vibe with. That's what that's why the community is the way it is. So the shift is it's really kind of it's it's a blend of of all that, right? I think yeah. that um, you know once certain brands came around, certain players you know leaned in on trying to win you know and that kind of since you know they had some some optics on them and they started winning and stuff you know obviously that's going to make other people other kids that come in and look at that be like oh that's that you know what I mean and see it more as a uh, as a viable thing to get into whereas like when I first came in competition wasn't a big deal so you come in you're going to be much more inclined to like really get into the trick of things but you know, when stuff started to shift over to competition and whatnot, um, I would say that, like, that really kind of unearthed a different kind of ratio of where people are focusing on. Um, yeah. You know, so, yeah, it's interesting. I, it's, a, it's a very interesting one.
0: The, there's two things. One, I want to really bring back how you said that you used to have people in competition who would have segments that they could just improvise.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, docu- like, um, matter of fact, um, on the – a Good morning america segment uh that i was that i uh that I was filmed for before worlds one year, and in that interview i'm like yeah i'm I'm actually still working on my freestyle like days before worlds you know still working like trying to figure out what tricks I'm gonna slot in and that's honestly I feel like every competition I've ever competed at um except for well actually I'm trying to think even with a p there might have at least been like one trick that wasn't ready yet, you know um yeah. but I, I would say, like, 99.9% of the time, there was there was at least three tricks or so where the ending wasn't complete. And I was just trying to figure out something while still at the contest. Because yeah. I like to play. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like yeah, yeah. to jam. Like, I don't want to take time to do this trick a thousand times. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's not that's not why I got into this, and that's not what I enjoy doing. So, like, yeah. I was just trying to just do the most enjoyable side of it, even if that meant not being prepared you know to compete you know so yeah. you know that's 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 how it was for me yeah absolutely i i can
0: totally see that that i i also feel like if you i, I just the way that by the nature of improv you always end up once you're on stage and you don't know what you're going to do but then you do something and the crowd loves it yeah like you get yeah. a boost that you don't get from doing
1: something that you know is going to work oh yeah oh yeah i mean Whoo, that's something there's there's something in there, right? I think if you can if you can get a little bit more comfortable being uncomfortable and just knowing that on stage it's not the same world, right? Like as soon as you get whoops, sorry. Let me plug that back in. (laughs) As as soon as you get on stage, you like your chemistry is this entirely Different, <laughs> like you might start sweating a little bit different. The string's gonna feel a little bit different. Oh, why does my yo-yo feel a little bit more responsive than I'm comfortable with? You know, right. it's it gets it gets very tricky. So like you have to you have to be able to navigate that kind of like wrinkle in the matrix accordingly. And if you're so fixated on ah, I missed my cue. I'm supposed to hit this banger on this beat. I missed it. Ah, if you if you get too riled up, oh, it's 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 a wrap. Like people can see you, people can see you, you know, and that's not, that doesn't score well, you know? So you got to figure out how to play it off. I feel like, you know, I was never, I've never been like a consistent player off stage or on stage. And honestly, on stage, I've been more consistent than off stage, which is just ridiculous because I'm not consistent off stage. So it's like, my biggest thing was like, okay, I know I'm going to mess up because the nerves are just bananas, right? Bananas and pajamas. So all I need to do is just make sure to like try my best to either play it off and smile or just keep going or like whatever. Like if I miss that, just just keep going, keep smiling and know that people are looking at you. And back then, you know, it's a little bit earlier in the internet. Know that you're being filmed and this is going to last, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's all I'm focused on is, like, just trying to get into the groove and just, like, just keep going and, and, and stay looking like I. it's not a big deal because as yeah. soon as you start thinking about it too much, it's a wrap. It's yeah. a wrap. You could crumble. Like you, especially yeah. if you've got to switch a yo-yo. Like, that, that usually – when somebody has to switch a yo-yo, that's, like, a definitive point if they're going to be I or they're going <laughs> to just tank, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. You know? There's, there's a lot a, of the balance of the There is a
0: definite connection here um, between like, like this is why Saturday Night Live hires really good improvisers. Mm. There's a reason that they do that. And it's, it's not just that they're funny people. It's that they know that if something goes wrong and they're in a live show that's going to be filmed and shown forever through the archives of American history, they want to have people that really know how to think on their feet. Yeah. Comfortable with being uncomfortable, like you said.
1: Heck yeah, that's a biggie. That's a yeah. biggie. That's and I also want
0: just to point out what you're describing of that, like being okay and always being able to flow forward. That's like, that is the fundamentals of flow right there that you're describing. Yes. Like, I love that. Yes. Um, oh, that's great. I, it, one other thing, when you're saying how, when you got in, the whole game was all about yo-yoing and tricks and theory. And and people were a lot more interested in just the the thing itself and and less about competition. I just want to point out for people listening who are, who are like in my yo-yoing generation, my whole thing. And I still think this is the whole thing is when am I going to get sponsored? How am I going to get sponsored? I want to be on a team already. Yeah. And it took me so long to be like, Oh wait, I don't, it took me starting my own company.
2: Yep. (laughs) <laughs> be
0: like I don't. I'm never gonna be sponsored. I don't care about it. Yep. I just want to make good tricks and be good at yo yo.
1: Yep. <laughs> I think uh, that's a phenomenal topic. I, I have this discussion probably every other day. <laughs> um, you, it's like when I was, you know, when I first started. Yes. Eventually, I want. I was like, yeah, I want to be on it. I want to, you know, rep this squad or be on this, you know, sponsorship, whatever, et cetera. Like, that's a natural kind of progression. But for yeah. me, it was more about, like, the enablement of, one, I don't have a lot of money. For two, I don't have a means to get to competitions, you know, that, like, easily, you know, my, shoot, my first job, I was making five twenty-five an hour washing dishes. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. that's, even if you work, which I was working, like, 40 hours a week, it's, you still got to figure something else out to figure yeah. out how you're going to pay for your flight or in my instance, pay for my flight and pay for my mom's flight. Right. Cause yeah. mom, mom's was like, you know, if you, you want to go, you got to show me you are serious. So you got to pay for my way, you know, And it's just like, ah, <laughs> so, yeah. So like for me, comp- you know, being sponsored was like a means to keep it going. Right. But you know, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. There is something wrong with letting that cloud your perspective and the ratio of where your focus is. Right. Mm-hmm. Being sponsored is not the biggest thing on top of that. You, even if you do get sponsored you want to make sure that you're still working on your own brand representation of self in the game because you could really easily get gobbled up by your team's uh, kind of presence and not really be kind of vesting towards your own um you know uh, kind of brand um, yeah. you know awareness and building and, so, and and whatnot so it's like I definitely advise all players to like you know try to cool it on the whole sponsorship thing you know like yeah. just as long as you focus on just enjoying the medium, right? And vibing and, and just doing good tricks and, and, and just jam, it. just, just do that. Be a good person and jam and communicate with people, be in the community. And when it comes to other like other brands that you drive with, like just kind of show up, right? Yes. You know, say some comments, hit them up, like whatever, do just be a cool person, you know, yeah. whatever that is to you. And, and, and that will either come, or won't but ultimately it's like just keep it right there like just keep it right there you know it's not it's not that deep to be sponsored now again from a a standpoint of like getting the competitions yeah I that I can understand the kind of angst of wanting to get sponsored you know under that lens but just make sure that you kind of keep a, 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 a right kind of perspective about all that because you know, at the end of the day, like it's about the tricks and the flow and the methods and the technique and the everything about the toy, right? If you're not yeah. having fun and enjoying that and progressing in your chops and, and, and whatnot, then it, then you're not really you're not you're not you're not taking the best of the opportunity. And that's yeah. an all skill toys. You know, that's I, an all skill toys.
0: It's it's the Kennedy quote, ask not what the yo yo community can do for you. <laughs> you <can> do
1: <laughs> for the yo yo community.
2: Um
0: and one other thing is if you do, if you stop focusing on getting sponsored and just focus on improving your, your yo-yoing and improving yo-yoing in general, you're going to get sponsored because that's what companies want. Yep. They want people who can rep their brand as a, as a good brand, as like good people. They don't yes. want yo-yoers. They want good people. Yes. There's a lot of sponsored yo-yoers who are worse than a lot of non-sponsored yo-yoers because they're really good people. Like they are uh-huh. the best yo-yo in the world, but they're just wonderful humans.
1: Yeah, I, that's that's a that's a big one. Um yeah. you know, the yeah, the fact of the matter is, you know, teams are made up of people. People want to feel comfortable around said people, you know? That's so like, yeah, that's a, that's a big be a, be a good person. Yeah. You know, there's like there's as as I've gone throughout my yo-yo career, you know, there's been just waves of, of friends and homies that have stopped, right? So ultimately, I had to get not acclimated, but I had to, you know, definitely, you know, be open to continuing to stay, you know, communicating with all people across all ages and all skill types just because, you know, folks is, folks are stepping off the bat, you know? Sometimes yeah. you might show up to a contest and you might know five people, you know? So, like, being open to still vibing with persons in, you know, in all you know, and all diaspora, you know, of those two metrics yeah. is really, it's just kind of really where I'm at with it and where I've had to kind of, you know, just be comfortable. And ultimately, I think a lot of a lot of players and definitely a lot of sponsors, a lot of teams uh, or people that run companies are are in the same kind of vein where it's like, it's, it's always going to be like a rotating roster of persons. And if you're, you know, if you're vibing, then shoot, vibe, you know, like there's people who yeah. I've gotten really cool with who just hit me up just to talk or it was just like, Hey, you know, never met you. Nice to meet you. You want to get up to get a drink? Like somebody like my buddy, uh, one well, of my buddies, Adam, who just moved to Atlanta at one point, some years ago, just hit me up like, yo, you want to, you want to kick it? And we got up and we've been good friends ever since. And it's yep. like, it, it is that straightforward. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like humans are still humans behind, you know, how you view, you know, where yeah. they might be at or, or however you prop them up. You know, so at the, at the at the end of the day, you like you're you're spot on with that. It's like just be a good person and you know mm-hmm. just vibe. You know, don't yeah. Be, don't be extra. Just this vibe, all right. <laughs> just
0: do, just do what you gotta do. Yeah,
1: and don't lurk. I had this conversation with a homie yesterday. Like, if like, there's a lot of pockets and circles that pop off at at contests or whatever. There's nothing yeah. wrong with kind of like jumping into like a circle that's happening in terms of either trick exchange or communication but don't just like slide over there and just be off in the distance all creepy like oh, i'm here and, and you're over here like back to you doing your tricks like just don't don't lurk like be involved like nobody wants lurkers just be cool man <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, so,
0: that's so much easier said than done because that is me at competitions i'm just uh, I'm gonna over here. Well, I, I've been to a contest recently, so like maybe it will be easier now. It uh, oh god, but definitely. Um, so uh, on that point though, I think when I was younger, this is like I have you know some Instagram followers, and I have to say that that definitely helps when you're at a contest. People are like, "Oh, you're that guy from Trick Circle." Yeah, so, like that definitely helps. So on the flip side, if you are in that position, where you are more like well known in the community, bring in the people that aren't into your circle, if they are lurking. Yes, that's necessary. And yeah. it's to go to a
1: contest and not have anyone to talk to. Oh, man, you know, that's a great one. There is definitely like a shared kind of responsibility when it comes to those you know that do have a little bit of reverence you know in the community or a little bit of quote unquote status right it's yeah. it's it's a it's a it's it's definitely something that you know folks should should take serious i i do my best to to try to talk to people and make them a little bit more comfortable like for instance if somebody wants an autograph um or they just they <clears throat> they want to meet me but they don't think past the the meeting part so it's like oh you mark Martin, Martin i'm like yeah it's like silence right? so yeah. that, then you know then i'll take that opportunity but like you know, then i'll try to interview them like oh you know what tricks you working on what's whatever like that is that goes a long way and that helps everybody feel a lot more comfortable within the community right it's like not everybody's so comfortable with approaching people to just talk like sometimes that can yeah. be a little bit daunting for folks so it's like it's everybody's responsibility um to to make sure to try to keep a nice comfortable you know, environment that, that keeps stuff, keeps stuff straight. And I think also, yes, you know, giving shout outs to people and, and throwing up other people's content, you know, that very much helps to get eyes on those that are strong. That's why I do Markmont rep, you know, yeah. Markmont rep is specifically so I can bring a lot more light to players who I think are raw, who don't get the attention that I think they, that they should. Um, and Could that's, that's, that's a, big... that a little
0: bit. Cause I've, I've seen Markmont rep and, Honestly, when I look at it, I'm like, "Are are these people sponsored by Markmont Shop? What are the?
1: So, yeah. I, I could you shine some more light on that? Yeah. So basically, Mark Markmont rep functions as as just a crew. We're like okay. we're just a squad of skill toy players who all represent each other and mm-hmm. all you know um, just really care about the communities that we're in in whatever skill toy lanes that we're in. Um, I pick individuals uh, that either there's, there's a few different metrics it's like i'm either a fa- i'm a fan of you right like i mm-hmm. i consume said person's content and i'm like dang these folks is raw uh two uh they're persons who i i think should get a little bit more buzz and a little bit more notoriety um and three you know they represent themselves within their community uh very well they care about you know certain particulars uh, within that, within that craft, you know, or they're just good stewards. You know, sometimes it's not about the actual tricks; it's about how it is that you kind of hold yourself, you know, within the community. Like, for yeah. instance, like um, my buddy Meep, you know, Meep Montgomery, same last name. Uh, he's with Oh Yes Yo, um, one part of oh Yes Yo, and it's like you won't see him doing a lot of tricks. You won't see a you won't see a lot of videos, but like we vibe, you know what I mean. Yeah. And he gets it in with Kandama too, but a lot of people don't know that, you know. So it's like. Yeah i like i like the blend and i like the vibe that he brings to the yo-yo community and any event that he's at so it's like yeah come aboard you know and i'm eyeing a few other folks for other obtuse reasons that aren't specifically just about doing you know cool tricks right so that's pretty much how that works it's it's you know it's my opportunity to try to represent players and for them to kind of represent the whole you know kind of movement that we're you know that we're just trying to keep it you know keep going yeah that's
0: awesome. So it's like a team without being a uh, associated with a company. Yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> to, it's to like sell
2: a, products.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like a yeah, it's like a seal of approval and a crew. Think about like DXL Crew worldwide. Like that was yeah. it's a very or like a like a b boy crew. It's like it's not a sponsorship per se. You know, like Mark mm-hmm. my rep is it's definitely not a sponsorship. <laughs> you know, yes, I you know I do hit him with. You know, some products, you know, some, obviously some Markmont formulas, you know, whatever the discounts, but ultimately, yeah, it's not a sponsorship. A lot of those players have sponsorships, you no. know, so, God. yeah, yeah,
0: well, perfect. Then yeah. as we we're talking about before, if anyone wants to be one, don't go like trying to be one
2: Yeah. <laughs> the person you'll get there.
1: Like, oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. No, don't, don't. You, yeah. Don't. It's, it's just, that's, that's just, I just pick people. Like it's just yeah, what yeah. it is.
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely um so that's awesome. oh one other thing you mentioned DXL crew worldwide we meet up every month in artesia um artesia california come out if you're ever in california um we have a facebook page and an instagram page run by um 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 justin dower's mom whose name is michelle, mm. michelle. <laughs> so uh so go check that out um but yeah absolutely so so I wanted to get into, also, if anyone's watching this, we have 15 people. Uh, go message your friends. If you've liked the first 30 minutes, it's just getting better. So go message your friends and tell them to be here for the whole thing because we want your questions. Um, and it, it's only better with more people watching. Yes. We also had somebody say uh, that they are, so uh, it was mp 3 is the person oh. who said this. Oh, uh, being, yeah. they've been in the game for uh, 11 and a half years, mm. but they're the only one in their town and it's hard for them to feel like they're part of the community. Um, I know I have some ideas. Yeah, on I mean, that. one is obviously forums and Facebook pages. Um, and like Insta, go on go live, go talk to people on Insta. Do you have any ideas for people who feel more isolated? Mm-hmm. Maybe don't have the means to go to
2: competition? Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah, um yeah i mean that's that's kind of always been the case um you know ultimately you know these days you have a lot more opportunity for engagement than you know than we did back in the 28.8 and 56k days you know so it's like yeah use your social media platforms and um and just and just be there i think i think that there's i think yo-yo bst um you know fat guy snacks uh yo-yo discussions Mm -hmm. there's Here's, and you can follow the Trick Circle if you just want to stay up to date on, you know, folks just posting good tricks on Instagram. Same thing on okay. TikTok. That 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 hashtag by Drew Tets. Shout out Drew. Um, it really extends far and deep. There's probably there's hundreds of thousands of videos with the hashtag. Um, so if you're just looking for tricks and stuff, is that R
0: U E T E C H? Trick Circle. Oh, Trick Circle. I think said it, Trick. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Trick, circle. Know, trick circle. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But, Who started that? Just so I, be- no. I believe
1: Drew Tetz started it. Oh Drew Tetz. that's who I thought was true tech yeah, yeah. But, but yeah man, I would say the biggest is like yeah Facebook yo-yo groups and mm-hmm. probably like yo-yo expert form that's another really that's, that's a really good form and it's very long lasting so there's a lot of u- there's a lot of users, there's a lot of threads um, and it's, a, it's just a really good community up in there that's but huge um, yeah
2: hmm.
0: huge
1: archive on that form. huge 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 yeah I, yeah i would just say yeah if you can't really get the competition just really just jump on those forums and just start dming people too like you yeah. never know who you'll vibe with just by just by talking just talk just communicate the power like there's a lot of power in communication right like so actually like when i was when i first got into it in 2000 obviously i didn't know anybody except for who i was watching and who i was reading about on you know com slash news um and uh I just, you know, I I just took the initiative to hit people up directly. There was, like, a chat widget, and, like, you know, you could, if somebody was online, you could DM them, you know? So, uh, like, the biggest thing for me was, like, when you see a video, you see somebody do a dope trick, you kind of want to, like, you want to do it. You like it exactly as it is. You like that flow, that style, like, that yo-yo, right? So, for me, when I saw Sector Y, like, oh, the Spindox clips, I, I knew that Gabe, you know, Gabriel Lozano, Citadel of uh, Sector Y, he was the one that was chopping him up. So I hit him up. I was like, yo, what? What yo-yos? What is that? What, what yo-yos are they using? And I just, like, you know, really pestered him to try to, like, identify. No, What are all the yo-yos? I want to know all of them. And he was like, no, it's just renegades. It's mostly just renegades. Uh, yeah. But it's like, some, it's like sometimes you got to be that annoying kid just to, just yes. to get involved and to, to yes. kind of get your berries. You're gonna be fo- You're gonna be, you're gonna be a fool at some point. So it's like you can't you can't let that be a, a you know a hindrance to you getting you know to getting some comms popping off. But uh Absolutely. but yeah, you gotta <laughs> get get in the forums, get in the Facebook groups, and start DMing people who you want to talk to. Same thing with Instagram. You see, you know you you like that player's trick? Message them. Yo, I think that trick's dope. Can you give me some tips yeah. on this or whatever?
0: yo yo are not gods. The world's no. greatest no. yo-yoer is still the world's greatest
1: yo-yo you know like
0: to them they're like oh dude this person likes what I'm doing and they're messaging me and they will almost always respond to me.
1: yeah yeah that's a good point they they the majority of the time will like I respond I respond to every message across like 10 different channels like yeah. and and ultimately like I think I think that's a common misperception I think a lot of players think that especially new players think that folks are just untouchable or, yeah. or 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 yeah they just think they're not reachable or that it's, it's not the move to do it and it's like no nah, that's that's definitely the move you know you can't for one i can't run mark my shop without customer service <laughs> that's 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 for one you know but for yeah. two like i'm always you know i'm always down to chat when i have the time you know but like yeah i think uh that's a that's a biggie don't don't be shy don't be shy with people yes absolutely oh well that's that's awesome. Um,
0: oh, and one last thing I wanted to throw out is if you don't have a meeting around you, you can always start a club. Uh, hook up with, a, with, like, a toy store that's
1: local and see if, if you can just hold a club there. Yeah, that's a biggie. <laughs> and you can also throw a post, too, right? Like, if, you're on, if, you, if you jump on, like, Yo-Yo BST and be like, yo, I'm in so-and-so area. I'm trying to link up with some Yo-Yo Is anybody okay. around? Like, you'd be surprised how many other people might be around. Or close enough to travel absolutely yeah
0: perfect well let's uh let's get into some some uh some theory on yo-yoing and and doing the thing let's, uh, let's... i think we've had a great discussion on like the community let's get into the tech um, okay. or <laughs> let's get into the flow rather sure uh, sure first, yeah <laughs> so i know that you have a very you're i mean at this point to me you're the you're the fully
1: freestyle guy like i mean it's my technique so i hope so yeah <laughs>
0: you, you own that hashtag yes um you i think created that hashtag right
1: yes yes
0: um, um so that is to me like yo-yoing jazz um yes
1: that's a phenomenal way of of, of putting it yes yeah
0: and i feel that i steal that from a magic term which is jazz magic um, all right so uh, and also from, obviously, jazz. <laughs>
2: right,
0: right, right. <laughs> but So could you describe kind of what you think of as Fully Freestyle without me putting words in your mouth?
1: Yeah. So Fully Freestyle is literally, and it's not yo-yo specific. That's just kind of what I use as the execution point. Fully mm-hmm. Freestyle is fully improvised play. Yes. That's it. It's just fully improvised play. No different than off-the-top freestyle rap, or, you know, freestyle dance within a cypher, i.e. a dance circle, you know, or, you know, an improv section of a track for jazz or whatever, you know, standard of music. Um, Yeah, it's just fully improvised play. And ultimately, one thing, there's a couple things I want to notate. One, when you first start, you're going to be... Trash. You're gonna be trash. You're gonna be so whack. You're gonna be so whack that you're probably gonna stop doing it. And that's generally what happens. It's people are like, nah, I can't do this. You're right. You can't do this yet. <laughs> and there comes the motto keep going. You have to yeah. keep going. Like, you have to push through that discomfort, right? And um, what kind of, here's what got me started into it. Um, it was more or less three people that inspired me to do this mm-hmm. um, Yuki Spencer. Yeah, Daedalus, and a gentleman, a friend of mine, by the name of DeAnthony Parks. So back in pretty much the whole, my whole career, Yuki has always been the type of player where you show up to a contest and you sit and you watch him. You might be there for 45 minutes to an hour, and he's going to just keep going, and he's not going to repeat a single trick. And there's not many players that can do that with, like, with what, they know, with what they have, like, learned, let alone in that era. So that always kind of, like, punched me in the face in a way where I was just like, why is he so, like, good? Like, why? Why? Like, if I'm putting in all these hours and I can do this, why can't I do that? You know? And so that always kind of, like, like, that, like, put a sword in my side because I was like, oh, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm nice in ways, but I'm not nice like that you know and yeah. that kind of always kind of stuck with me as somebody who really was you know just always trying to be just a little bit better year over year so that was one thing that was deeply nested too was in uh let's see what what year was that in um in 2017 i had already been to a few of daedalus If for those who don't know he's an electronic artist I highly recommend you go check him out his music is amazing he's super talented um i have been to a variety of Daedalus' shows and just kind of had a few conversations with him. So it got kind of cool. And um, there was one particular co- uh, there's one particular um, concert that I went to. I think he came to it. Yeah, he had came, come to Atlanta in 2017. And I, just through us talking, I eventually got to the question of like, yo, know, like with the music, I was like, yo, you should record these, whatever, boom, boom, boom. He was like, he made it known like, oh, I actually improvise these. These, like all these sets, I, I improvise these when I do them. And I was just like, what do you mean? you You... You improvise it? Like me and he performs their album quality. Like they're they are good. They're phenomenally good. So it was just that was another one of those kind of like cushions where I was like, okay, what? How are you like this beastly? You know, so yeah. you know, that really kind of set into me as well. And um, I forget if it was that year or some or like a year or two before, but I met uh, my buddy now DeAnthony Parks and it was the same same thing like when he when he makes his tracks for his albums he literally uh he literally just improvises he uses a a lean kit drum kit like a, like a, like an acoustic drum kit and um in an MPC um or a beat machine of sorts that it uh, trigger a trigger MIDI and he plays both at the same time and i've sat in on his sessions where he's like putting it together he's like He'll just be, like, figuring something out for, like, five minutes. And then, and then he'll cue the, the audio technician. They'll record it. You're not hearing the whole mix, so it just sounds like pieces. And then mm-hmm. he'll be like, all right, done. And then they'll play it back, and it's just incredible. It all comes together. Yeah, yeah, it all comes together. So it was, like, with those with those three, like, kind of, like, impact, is, I was like, all right, I feel like if I'm going to for, for real, for real, like, be able to be like all right I'm a yo yoer I do this as a lifestyle like this is me <laughs> you know like yes. same thing with like dancing right I was like I could take more dance training but I want to get good at improvising so I, I didn't take extra classes I tried to get good within the cypher with rapping you know a lot of people don't know this but I rap um and I was like I don't want to start writing music I want it to sound natural so I'm gonna freestyle first and I've done that for years so with yo-yo it was the same thing I was like what's going to be a lot more practical for me is to just get good at yo-yoing period right so yeah. that's that was kind of like the the kind of gumbo of thoughts and kind of uh reference points that pushed me to really kind of move forward with with trying to legitimize fully freestyle as like a as a medium so yeah. so yeah that's uh that's, that's, that's a, the exception
0: i, I want to latch on to is i mean i know nothing about jazz but my brother does he he's like very into jazz been doing it since high school Now he's like in a in way into college like into post-grad college and he's still doing jazz and he described it as like if you want to be a good jazz musician you don't just have to know music you have to know everything about music so that you can break it apart and then put it back together on yeah. the fly yeah. and so like uh and, and he does drumming which as far as music goes i think is the most like connected to skill toys um yeah and so So that's just something with yo-yoing that like, if you want to know it, if you want to do it, it's not about, all right, how do I learn 15 different ways to get into a wrist mount? (laughs) It's like, what is a wrist mount? (laughs) And like, why is a wrist mount? Does a wrist mount even exist? And like, how can I play within that and around it and then go into it and back out of it? And like, how can I look at it from different angles? And that to me is where the, like the real core of of improvisational yo-yoing can come out is like when you really understand that it's not a mount and then this other mount it's just all yo-yoing and how can I be good at the basic core techniques yes to be able to flow between those yeah
1: I think um you know as I've in the in the earlier stages of like me kind of just figuring it out I definitely identify quickly like it's very much about technique methods you know you think about like uh fighting styles right like you know like that's that's it just it's just so variable right like if you can if you can if you can master a technique then that technique can be used and applied to this element or to that technique like oh let's make a technique sandwich and see what that maths out like you can yeah you can just really turn the dials like a switchboard to see what comes out of that and then when you incorporate music you know that's a whole different thing um but ultimately yeah like when you make it much more about what your hands can feel and the techniques and the flow and, and everything method, then, then the rest comes when it comes, right? Like I was, never, I was never big into whips, slacks, grinds, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But as I was going through fully freestyle over the years, eventually my hands started to unlock a lot of those kind of chops that I would never just consciously try to do. There's a lot more slack use in my play now these days is a lot more, you know, just flowiness with how I use the string and whatnot. And, um, and everywhere in between, anywhere from like super, super flowy to very like stringent and, and rigid, like that variation is, is just is monstrous. And as you increase your string length, that also increases your range of how much you yes. control that soft to hard ratio and everywhere in between. So it's yeah. like, yeah, man, that oh, man, there's just so much there's so much to unearth when you when you start applying techniques across the board, right? Like when you think about um, when you think about like boingy boing as a trick. Okay, cool. Here's boingy boing at the trick. But what's boingy boing as a technique? Yeah. How can I take boingy boing and put that as like a filter pass across everything? And that is where things get really really awesome almost like a moog switchboard where you're like let me take this out and plug this in over here and let me see what happens Mm -hmm. um and when you get comfortable with when you get comfortable like knowing that you're gonna have to recover from your mistakes yeah. that mixed with like the conscious brain thinking in the what if zone and not consciously trying to do it starts to just smash together because you get comfortable like what, what's a recovery starts to harden into now a usable option for your hands, where it's like, yeah. oh, I did this slip, but now it's an opportunity for me to do one of these five variations that my hands are accustomed to. Yes. But now, let me apply, you know, an Eli Hop kind of technique to it and see what happens. Like, whatever's yes. in your head starts to really kind of just naturally come out into what you're doing in the moment, as long as you're not trying to focus and think about what you're doing. Um, and as long as you keep on drilling through the discomfort of, like, feeling like you're whack, right? Yeah. The other the other side of feeling like trash is, like, more or less bliss. Because yeah. when you can feel comfortable making recovery, then yeah. you you start to almost over-index and feel like you want to make mistakes. Because that's where the fun is. That's where the play starts to come in. That unknown territory where, you're like, oh, what the... You become, like, you start to more or less astro project and start to feel like you're watching something else happening and you're just like at your own private party and uh
0: that is what flow feels like yeah we you earlier you said what flow was but that right there is what flow feels like
1: yes yes Um, like
0: i felt that last night if you look at my my very last post i was at the the sunset at uh, at a san clemente pier with a friend and they were filming me and I was just, I was just like going with all this big, like flow stuff. And I, yeah. I, I disappeared into it and I was just, so if you watch that video, that is the feeling I was feeling. And that feeling is
1: flow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. man. That woo, flow. Oh, and what's even more than, okay. So on the old, on the other side of that, like kind of like singular bliss, I yeah. actually had to stop. I was like, yo, this is so freaking fun and I enjoy this so much that like I kind of have to stop because it's very addictive in that in that way like I was like all right I'm gonna jam for 60 minutes a day no 30 minutes no five minutes and then I was like nah, I gotta I gotta put this down like it's just it's just too emotional for this too minutes, too many vibes and wh- as soon as I started trying to take a break that's when I got into all the other skill toys because what ended up happening was I was like all right I'm gonna take a break but my hand, my finger, it felt like Spidey sense. I was like, but I can have a different tactile feel. I feel like, what if I just, and I grabbed a yo, I just grabbed a string. I grabbed a dead yo-yo and I started trying to like go back to A minus and see what I can do with dead yo. And I was like, well, yep. that's pretty amazing. That checked." And then I was like, all right, no yo-yo and just the string. And I was like, <laughs> what? The? And I could do stuff with that. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna make a full loop. And I was like, Shoot, maybe I'll step into like the cowboy arena and start messing with some lasso tech, you know. And yeah. and then from there, with one of my uh, with with one of my Facebook private groups, one of my some of my homies were like, "Yo, you should you should put a ball or or something on the string." And I was like, "Maybe." And I and I just grabbed like a tama that I had, and I put yeah. that on the string, and I started messing with that. And that's you know pretty much right around the time where Matt from Around Square had sent me a nice little care package of, of his whole suite of toys. And that's where I started like to tinker with things. Um, And like the, I think the first like major kind of breakthrough was taking two Thomas, putting them on opposite, side, opposite sides of the string. And that's what became like the prototype for my toy coming later called Abacus. But that became its own kind of flow. As I was thinking about it, I was like, okay, it's like a balance of, you know, it's like an even balance that I'm manipulating, but there's always this even balance. And that kind of, is what really describing that's literally exactly what I'm describing. (laughs) This is what I invented.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I went through the exact same
1: process work and this is what came out at the other end. That's hilarious. (laughs) Oh my god. So so it's like it's not that it's and that's why I specifically say abacus flow when I refer (laughs) to the flow because it's not a unique invention because Meteor Poi exists, as we know, but it deals with a more taut string. But with mine, I was like, oh, it's kind of like a seesaw that I'm manipulating the balance, like a pendulum. And um, yeah, I I need your insights on this. Oh, I got many, I have many insights on that. Many insights.
0: I got to, I got to, I got to, we got we to gotta yes, set up a yes, video definitely. later on
1: just for that. 100%. I want to use this more
0: on yo but I'm so excited to have someone who knows
1: that. Right. So, so check me out. So it's yeah. like, I took abacus as a flow and that yeah. is what kind of, that's what like, it's like I pulled like, it's like the, it's like I pulled one concentrated drop out of fully freestyle and that was abacus flow. And I, and I made like abacus and then I got beggar. And then I was like, okay, it's like Abacus, but it's smaller. What happens if I try to take the same flow, and that's essentially what got me into Begley, was figuring out how to take the same flow and, um, you know, manipulate it into a smaller medium. Smaller. So that is... And then and then from just messing around with Begley and seeing, you know, other skill toy products, I started to just dabble with other stuff. Begley felt very Kissing Cousins Close to Valley Song, so I got yeah. back into Butterfly Knife. Um, obviously, like, knuckle rollers are in the same family. Like, I just started, like, messing with different things and then also you know since I since I do mark my shop and I'm always trying to diversify our goods it yep. just kind of made sense for me to kind of get involved with these other communities and see what was what and see what's stuck yeah. so yeah
0: wait so let me let me pause for one second and sort of solidify this I think we're we are in a wonderful kind of like yes. serial realm here yes. um first of all uh, go to Markmont shop right now and, and buy all of his wonderful uh, products that he has Thanks, um, which excellent companies that you rep over there um, and second of all I want to I have kind of a flow of ideas that started when you said um, instead of how do I do boingy boing it's what is that element and what's the fundamental technique yeah. so just to break that down because I've had that same I've had oh we've we we have in parallel, had a lot of the same thoughts here. Um, yeah. I'm realizing, and essentially, boingy boing is when the, the yo yo is getting sprung forward and your fingers are coming together. And if yes. you really break that down, it's not very much different from an Eli hop.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The fundamental techniques are so similar that they might as well be the same trick. Yeah, and so you can go from boingy boing. Oh wait from boingy boing out to sort of an Eli hop and then out on the other side and then up and then in and then over there, over here. And why does it have to be in front of you? You could throw it off to the side. And Now you're doing it over here. There's people that like, you know, do it up above their head on those styles of tricks. Yeah. And so that's kind of what that is. And you can get down to the point where this, let me back up, this which is on my leg is very much similar yeah. to boingy boing, even yeah. though it's a totally different trick. And so then you can incorporate that in. You go over here, over there, over there, and then back in to boing boing, and it's all the same motion. So, would you say that kind of is similar to what you're saying, of the fundamental technique gets put in and plugged in yeah. all over the place?
1: Yeah, I mean that's definitely that's definitely one of the ways that it can be remixed. Um, I uh-huh. think I think it's 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 so expansive how far you can go with all of it, and um, like for me with like. Yeah, it might be a little rough. But with Boingy Boing, hey, let me see if I can get it up. With Boingy Boing, it's like, like you said, like you got your bass Boingy Boing, right? But like you can get Boingy anywhere. It's, it's as long as you get tight with the string. So it's like it doesn't have to be so up and down. It doesn't have to be so hard. It doesn't have to be so uniform. You can just get it bouncy, you know? So there's <laughs> a lot of ways that that kind of remixes. <clears throat> yes. Tons. It, it's almost like the, the the boundaries on tricks are so fuzzy. There's no boundaries. There's yeah. there's no like hmm. and that's why I had to take a break. I mean, that's why I had to like yeah. kind of like step back from yo-yo for a minute. Don't get me wrong, I still yo-yo on a pretty regular basis. But mm-hmm. in terms of like doing more, just doing more skill toys, like I had to step away from just doing yo-yo because yeah, yeah it's like, man, it's like as somebody as like kind of sensory and empathic as I am, like, it literally felt like I would be like, anytime I do, it it feels like I'm traveling to like a distant solar system yeah. playground and I'm the yeah. only one there. And I'm like, this is awesome. This is great, but it's lonely. <laughs> you know? so, but like you get into so many micro micros that yeah. it just destroys your brain. You just start quickly seeing like there is, there's no limitations. There's no, and there's no like max amount of tricks, elements, very no. Like there's, there's so much we haven't done. So like... that
0: that gets me to another point in this. So so I I do I I did a lot of improv comedy in college. I just graduated. I still do it. But congratulations uh, on graduating. Yes. Than, thank you so much. Yes. Um. Uh. But, Knowledge is uh, power. Yeah. Uh. Shout out to Smile and Nod at Cal Poly. That's my improv team. Um. But anyway, they. So when I was there, I got so deep into improv theory. I was reading all these improv books. Um, one very good one that's applicable to all arts is Free Play. I forget who wrote it, um, but it's it's an orange book and it's not expensive and it's not very thick, but it's got so much on what you're talking about right here of getting lost in the flow. Um, but one thing that, that kind of came out of this all is uh, it's like everything to me is like a web that like if you're making a character on stage or a yo-yo trick, you start at the palm, but then that character or a yo-yo trick has all these things where it can go. And all these things that are associated with it and then each of those can become its own palm with mm. all of its branching and so it almost to me feels like that that goes on infinitely right yeah that is a huge it looks like a tree it looks just like a family tree or the yeah. evolutionary tree um and to me with yo-yoing it all starts with a throw right mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. from there it goes everywhere or then you can go backwards you can go what if i don't throw what if my yo-yo is killed, which is mm-hmm. that process you did. So you can either go forward deeper into the tricks or you can go backwards and now I have a, a dead yo-yo. And then then you can go, well, what if what if I don't even need a yo-yo? What if I just do a a ball? And then you have a rope dart. Yep. And and then it's almost like the, the this is kind of how I conceptualize exactly the thing that you're talking about. Yeah. the boundaries don't exist. Yo yoing yeah. doesn't exist. It's all just one more part of this whole flow arts web. Yes. And you can get completely out of it and just start doing flow with your hands. Yes. Start doing like all the, the Vulcan tech gospel stuff yep. just with your hands. And you don't even need a toy. So yep. this is kind of like, that's just something I want to shout out because you're making me think of all that stuff. And that's how I eventually conceptualized improv. And the end point of it is there is never nothing to do. There's always one more finger that you can put a palm on and start to branch upwards
1: yeah and uh, I think I think one really cool thing is like um with string length with, with yeah. string length comes density but like it's it's much deeper than that right like you you can be it's like you can be wristed up with your string like the string can be wrapped around your wrist and you can have a different sequence through the wrist anomaly and doing that and there like you can break into multiple layers and out of layers depending on how how long the string is um like there's this any number of things you know you can get into a super macro of a different zone and like it's it's limitless it's just it seriously is limitless when you truly believe it um and you you just dabble just dabble you know what (laughs) i mean Just play just just play it's in 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 the amount of immediacy that you can kind of enact with those ideas into into fruition is is just another kind of this like really staggering thing like it's 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 like you can just come up with an instant idea you know mm-hmm. and, and it could be just as valuable as you know the rest just just from a split second thought you know <laughs> um and uh yeah I think one of the biggest one of the most awesome things is, is just the implementation of music because if you're already accustomed to playing music or to how it is that you go about thinking of how to be original within the context of an improv section, then that that transitions into your brain very that, that kind of like that like that parallel conversion is is very nice um, it's very nice because you start turning rhythms into hits instead or you start turning rhythms into movement like right so it's like you could take a rhythm in your head and that can either be how you flow or how you hit or how you accentuate or how what how you, tr- it's what you choose to move. It's what yeah. you choose to move, right? It's like, yeah, yeah with, when you have the option to make the rhythm be a variable constant, then the yeah. option, what, like, what are even options? Like, There it's it's, just, it's so gargantuan in what you can get.
0: So I like where you're going with that, because, and we'll go back to just, like, boingy boing Is I can do boingy boing you know, like this. Yes. I can also do boing boing like this. Yes. Or I can get, like, very serious about it. Yep. Like, almost like if you've ever seen Black perform. Mm-hmm. Um, he's very serious about his yo-yoing. Um, and so I, uh, it, to that, it's it's style. So what would you say, and you were saying, it, the way I interpret it, how can you let music influence your style? Yeah. What points on style do you have? Because I know you have a uh, very specific style. Everyone develops one eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: style style to me is somewhere within the crosshairs of 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 conscious decision uh like here that's not let me not study i think i think with style it's very much locking into what you consciously perceive as good or bad if you can't self-edit then it's going to be very difficult for you to develop your style you have to figure out what you like it's not Hey, what do you think of this? That don't do that. Don't do that. It has to. It has to be you. What do you think of what you did? You know, and and it's really very much about like being like it's like it's like a you know it's like a you know scrubbing off the surface of a diamond of a coal or whatever you know like how whatever the process is for making a diamond right like you're refining down or like making a dope structure a dope uh, like a dope marble structure it's a very reductionistic type of thing. Um, you want to be being mindful of the things that you really love and think are valuable, right? You, mm-hmm. you, 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 you you, kind of build your own mental notation over what works for you and what doesn't. And you just continue to kind of expand on that, regardless of what anybody else says or thinks. It's very much a you thing. And then on top yeah. of that, you know, it's not just anything goes. You need to develop your own system of order and methodology. It doesn't have to be super stringent. I didn't say that you didn't say that nobody said that don't fall under that guise of like anything having to be any type of way right Mm -hmm. like so it's like you want to figure out how to enact your own more or less NEN rules shout out to Hunter Hunter one of the greatest mangas of all time RIP to the late um but like you want to be thinking of what your logic for your world looks like that's your style right it's like being like okay I know that I want to try to stay. My my, my pocket is going to stay very linear, but I know I can range it. But it's still it's still tracked because I still have this pivot. Or when I when I go over here, I'm going to really go over there. Like you like you need to you need to think about you need to think through all those variables. Don't overthink it, but you want to be mindful of how you're choosing to bend and accentuate things, right? Like I can make you know I think I think a good example is when I was doing the Mark Rough series, it's like, those were very much like ideas and just expressions that I thought could be cool. I was like, I just, I don't know, I just want to do this motion. So if this is the motion, where's the string? All right, there's the string, where's the yo-yo go? And that was really like one of the biggest kind of breakthroughs when for me, when it came to me transitioning, my style was knowing you could take a movement and let that harden up into something that's actually tangible and actually Mm -hmm. and actually a a physical trick or element. But yeah, with style, it's very much about keeping it real with yourself and choosing what it is that you value um, and what you think is dope like that. That's where style, you know, comes from is you got you have to make the decisions over what counts
0: and and that to me just as an actionable thing for people is like when you were saying I want to stay in this pocket and keep Mm -hmm. it that to me it's like, it's just a limitation. If you set one limitation for yourself or try to do one thing or yeah. even like one emotion, like I want to play happy. What's that look yeah. like? Yeah. I'm playing happy right now. Everything is up, everything is high, everything is big. Um, nope. But then if you want to play sad, you start acting a little bit like Eeyore and like yeah. <laughs> everything becomes a little flowy. Maybe you bind on accident, but that's yeah. part of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like what is sad what is for me it was all about like i want as many circles as possible yeah. and so then that just lends it to itself to all of this like um poi poi looking flow art stuff yeah. and so so just add one limitation when you yo-yo and or just like i want to make this feel like this song i'm listening to like you were saying yeah. and that helped a lot with trying out different styles definitely getting one of your own
1: (laughs) yeah definitely and you can't be like never throw up a limitation around expansion right like back in um let's see what was it and uh at the top of 2000 it was spindox 1-13-2001 um gary longoria debuted um direction changes for the first time and a lot of people don't know that but that's a that's a monstrous yes like pretty much when you instantly change the direction of the yo-yo that didn't exist prior to that like that wasn't just always around you know so when that happened it was just like what it it was just so raw it was like probably to me i would say it was the most raw element that we that that had come about because everything else was was smooth and flowing. you know things might slow down but like Nah, we didn't have anything that just, like, it looked like it was hitting a wall and bouncing. And um, within the same video was another juggernaut, um, Scott Coyle. And he took, and pretty much what had happened was they had had already linked up and jammed ahead of time and whatever. So Scott was already working on some variations of how to use it. And he had some of those in there, too. Now, here's another thing to call attention to. That video is probably one of the most like pivotal videos in yo-yo history period this look at this this tell tell me the title tell me the title again yeah spindox 1-13-2001 this video saw the release of all kinds of monumental uh creations all right so it had direction changes it had uh it had green triangle as a trick that Uh was the debut of green triangle uh Spencer Berry, and it wasn't named, so a lot of people don't know this, but I think it's, like, the last trick that he does in that video, not the last trick in the video, but the last trick that Spencer has shot in that video is actually rancid milk 2, which is curled mayonnaise. A lot of people don't know that there even is a rancid milk 2, you know, and I don't think anybody can even do it. I've learned it from him, like, five times in person, and I still can't do it, you know, yeah. so, like and there was a, there was a, there was a few others but like yeah that's a that's a very monumental uh very monumental video um but yeah so with direction changes the way the reason why I go into this is because obviously that's a massive part of my style but it's like you can do the same thing with any elements you see another player do if you identify yeah. like that one little piece you could be like oh i like that i like that pepper can i pepper that can i take that and make that yeah. pepper you know how do i how do i grind that down into something more that i can sprinkle across right like how do i how do i take that and times that by this um that part is this that's where you can really get your style into something that you just really just really love um and it yeah. is very much insatiable because you just start seeing that there's no there's no divisional walls of how that math works so, yeah yeah it's like pick pieces and apply like <laughs> i think uh I think back then when I was, I'm, obviously I'm still in the direction changes now, but when I was first getting into it, there was a combo that I did. Uh, it might've been at 2001 Worlds 1A. And um, it, it just had as many of those like hits as possible. Cause I was just like, I just love this. You know it was just like, yeah, bam, 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 bam. It's just like, it's just constantly like not sitting on the string. It's just always bouncing. And uh, yeah. it's like, that's how, that's the same type of velocity that you want to move forward with when it comes to kind of overhauling your style or trying to figure out what really works for you. Like that's always a good way to kind of stress test if that element is good for you or not, is to take it and just take it to the limit and see how you feel about it. That's a very good stress test. Absolutely,
0: um, I also, I don't know, I, I take a lot of my thoughts from, from the magic community. There's, um, which also this entire setup is based on um, Discourse of Magic by Jonah Babbins, which is an excellent podcast. Even if you're not a magician, check them out. It's amazing. Uh, Teller is on there. A lot of other really famous magicians. Anyway, um, the something that that gets brought up there a lot and also in like all kinds of books is if you want to develop your own style, steal first. Like, yeah. Like, it's okay. Eventually, everyone's going to start making their own tricks. But yes. at first, for magicians at least, go get uh, an entire routine. Learn it exactly as the pro learned it mm. and the, or as the pro invented it And then perform that as many times as you can, and then you'll know why they did what they did because they've already been through that thought process. So go and fully steal a routine. Fully steal stuff. Perform that. (laughs) And then you'll get it. And then like don't do that forever. But at first it's fine. If you're just learning, like learn a routine, don't learn the tricks. Yes. Because the tricks are useless.
1: Yes, like
0: tricks are cheap. Routines are where it's at.
1: Definitely, man. I that's a big one. And on top of that, I'll say this like, look, like you don't you you don't need to just you don't need to throw away the book, right? Like you can't it's like there's nothing wrong with with a with a with a with a, with a player like a, a more seasoned player, you know, giving advice and you trying that. Like you don't need to be aversive just because you're trying to be original, right? Like, there's nothing wrong with learning first. <laughs> yeah, I, I think um, I think a lot of times, a lot of newer players, um, not all, I'll just say a chunk of players are very quick to be very aversive to certain kind of suggestions, right? Like, I've, I think an obvious one is like, <laughs> you know, flat bearing versus centering bearing, or responsive yeah. versus unresponsive. And it's like, my thing is this, if I'm gonna step into another medium, I'm going to at least try what the pros or what the what the seasoned persons are saying just for me to see, you know, how that how that, you know, how that's going to impact things. And if it's going to work or not going to work, um, like I, I strongly recommend persons not just like not try it just because they don't think it's it. Right. Or because they you know, kind of getting in their ego or some, you know, some of obtuse reason. Um, but yeah, like definitely like learn, like learn. You need you need a base point to start from before you can figure out how to remix. You know, and it's, it's also good to, you don't need to, you don't need to learn, quote unquote, the rules, right? You can learn them as options, right? Don't look at it as like, I got to do it this way. Like, yo, just, just get that under your skin first and then make a decision from that. Like, just yeah. because it's hard and you don't feel comfortable like that. But you might feel a lot more comfortable, if, like, for, for the rest of your tenure if you learn that one technique like that. But you don't know because you didn't yeah. even try it. You know, like, you know, like, I know, I know there's a lot of players that just will not try, they'll not stick with, with, uh, with response. They'll be like, nah, I tried that. I didn't like it, boom, boom, boom. I'm out of there. And I'm like, I get you. And I can understand wanting to just do what you want to do and enjoying what you enjoy. I get that. But ultimately, you, you should at least run the full exercise through to then make your decisions. Because you have no idea what it is you might be enabling yourself for the future even if it was like boom all right all right i'm gonna listen <laughs> i'm gonna do responsive on plastic for 30 days and i'm yeah. gonna really let myself do this and then be like all right boom i did that and then you come back to unresponsive yeah. if you do that you're gonna know how the yo-yo naturally reacts and how the yo-yo naturally moves on an unresponsive set- on a responsive setup so then when yeah. you go to unresponsive and you're more or less illustrating and depicting what a yo-yo would be moving like normally. You're gonna have a much more, a much better basis point for how to like bend and you know how to how to how to do stuff that kind of mimics a more like a, a traditional style versus breaking that traditional style. You just have more to work with, you know. So like, yeah, definitely steel, 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 fully steel style, you know. Like definitely. I shoot, shoot me, me Alex Jordan Cooper and like the MA crew. Shoot, this videos you'll see old videos of like Jordan and Alex with backpacks on. Why? Because Paul Escalar was one of the top five when it came to style, and he and he competed with a backpack. So yeah. in an attempt to try to copy his style, you know, we would really go to those great lengths of like for real trying to like how does he make it look? How like got the Backpack. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's got to be the backpack. You know, like if you want to yo yo like
0: Nuki Suzuki, get yourself some sunglasses.
2: <laughs> That's <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: the same. It's the same thing. But like, yeah, yeah man. Like, still, like, this, learn, learn for, like, learn, like, get yeah. a good, get a good element set. Get a good element set. Get a good method and technique set. And and let that be your your let that be your 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 uh, your ingredients to how you're yeah. gonna cook, right? Don't just learn five elements and start just remixing those five elements. Like, no, learn some more, learn some more, learn some more, add some more robust dimensionality to your, to your, to your ditch. Yeah. Yeah. If
0: you think that that Olympic athletes get up and all they do is run and that's how they're really good at running. (laughs) Like there's a lot of other exercises they do just to build the muscles. And that looks nothing like running. Like you're not going to see them on the Olympic stage doing leg curls or something, but they do that. They all do that. (laughs) Yeah. in the background, you just never see it when they're out running. Yeah, um, And uh, so two, two things for people to try on that point. One, go to trick circle uh, and then randomly generate, just look up the trick circle hashtag, randomly generate a number from one to 100 and click whatever video that is from the top. And then learn that trick. Whether it means <laughs> like like PMing the person who made it and ask them how they did it. And learn that trick somehow and learn it completely and uh, just do it randomly. And it'll be like, this is literally, uh, I'm stealing this from one of those Discourse and Magic episodes I, learned yes- I listened to yesterday. Um, he recommended going to a, a magic book called, called uh, The Tarbell Course in Magic, huge Damn. fucking book. Um, and he said, randomly choose a trick from that series and just learn it. And it's just like in high school, that you did a lot of assignments in high school. Some were garbage mm-hmm. and you never used again. And some were like awesome and really fun but all of them were building you up towards something yeah. and it keeps you doing stuff and it keeps you thinking about things. And it sometimes will break you out of that rut that you're in. Also of like, yeah. if you think of anything else, someone else is doing something else mm-hmm. and, and you can go learn what they're doing. And then once you've appropriated all that into yourself and really understood it and why it happens that way, yeah. it perfect your style and you'll start yeah. doing that stuff.
1: Yeah. You go ahead and pull that Jack move. Jack move, really? man. Like, yeah. And then you can, and then, and then you can break down that trick into its elements. And hey, now you got some elements. Exactly. You know? And um, and and hitchhiker is probably the best example. I'm gonna come back to that. Um, I think like one of the dopest things, one of the dopest kind of common practices back in the day was like you would like players would take a certain obviously like new trick like kamikaze when kamikaze came out you would see players then learn that trick and then make a kamikaze combo. You know what I mean? And that, or like a white Buddha combo. Like that was a really, like a really big deal because it was like a standardization of like, okay, he's doing a kamikaze combo. Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna judge this uh, from the lens of like, how well are they remixing kamikaze? So like, that's a cool way to like, you know, to, to kind of like pad that a bit you know, is like learn the trick and then figure out how it is you can combo it yourself or break it into its elements and learn the elements. Um,
0: how can you vary
1: what's already out there? Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, hitchhiker is probably one of the most ridiculously sensational tricks because it was full of, it was full of, it was full of elements that would eventually become way bigger than just the singular trick itself. So hitchhiker, I believe, came out Let's see, Paul Escalar, I want to say he made that trick in 2000. It was either 99 or 2000, very early. But let me let me break it down like this. Hitchhiker was the was one of the first dominant uses of chopsticks. And at the end of it, it had a suicide. Uh-huh. Like, it was, like, I don't think anybody could do that trick but Paul when he made it. Like, it was... It was insanity, like it was so hard to figure out what he was doing from watching the video. But like, yeah, that was the first like, really real chopsticks trick, before chopsticks was even, chopsticks wasn't chopsticks till like two years after that, you know, Um, two or three years after that. But like, yeah, it's like, if you learn that trick and you broke that trick down, you would have suicides and you would have chopsticks at your disposal. You would also have pulleys and buckets too. So, like, there's a lot of, there's just a lot of girth, yep. <laughs> you know, within the pieces of the tricks. If you pick the right tricks. Yeah. Just, um,
0: imagine, the right the, tricks. imagine the tricks that are embedded in the people who are, like, winning competitions now. Mm-hmm. If you took any one of those and broke those down, there's stuff in
1: there. There's
0: a lot there. All kinds. We don't give them names anymore because there's too many.
1: Yep. Exactly. Oh, oh. God. Oh,
0: that, that makes me happy. Um, ah, I'm like feeling good. Um, oh, oh, one other thing I wanted to say, I yes. forget exactly what prompted this. Um, but it was, it was earlier. And, and also just as another option, we've kind of hit on this is we both at some point killed our yo-yo and yeah. saw what we could do with it. And that yep. is, that is why this is named kill your yo-yo. Is yeah. like, like, do that and see what is possible with it. And, like, I challenge everyone listening to this. Kill your yo-yo, film yourself for a full minute, and then post whatever comes out of that. Mm. Um, I, I have that on, on uh, YouTube. I, I called it Hypnotize. I just put on Hypnotize by System of a Down, and with a dead yo-yo, saw what I could do for three minutes. Yeah. And will come up with, like, like, if you can yo-yo with a dead yo-yo for three full minutes – and like do like this is sort of boingy boing-esque mm-hmm, like try, mm-hmm. try the tricks that you already know and see like that sort of looks Eli Hoppy yeah you can do a lot of the stuff that you already know and if you it, can do it dead, imagine what you can do with it alive
1: yeah it, it really takes off that limiter that you kind of feel when you're when you're trying to figure out how to transition things or how to keep things smooth or flowing um yeah, yeah going going dead it it That's really it- yeah it really unlocks your op- your options and how it is that you're manipulating the weight distribution dramatically yeah um and uh yeah because like if you miss a string you immediately got to make another decision you know yeah. if you're going to try to use that ruling of like no i'm gonna keep it flowy so keep going oh, missed yeah. the, oh let me keep let me okay now we're gonna still rotate them you know like that that's a monster
0: is yeah. that concept of if you miss a string in competition then you miss a point yeah. but if you miss a string with a dead yo-yo then that you can't ever hit the string with a dead yo-yo. So it's like, of course you're gonna miss the string all yeah. the time. Yeah, you learn what to time. do when you miss the string if you only yo-yo dead. And it, it's similar to what you were saying, this is what got me onto it. When you were saying learn zero it and really get into it, it teaches you kind of the fundamental thing of like yeah. the the initial natural state of the yo-yo and what the object itself is capable of, and how it feels, and how it responds to yeah. stuff. So that once you start adding, you know, rotational inertia into it, it you can understand what it's like without all that.
1: Yeah, so. I think a, a, a lesser known one is you know messing around with the yo-yo in low RPM. That's why I love, um, and this is I'm not trying to be biased, but that's actually why I love the Markmont Classic. Like it's the number one feature that I, I enjoy about this yo-yo is that. In the deads or in, in the low RPM, i.e., when the yo yo is like running out of spin, as long as you have you know proper technique, you can still get a lot of spin time out of that. And since you have so much less resistance going on, like you just have more opportunity to try more risky things. And um, it's it's jams, it's so fun, yeah. it's less scary too, right? Because I'm like, you know, so like, but. Yeah, like, when you, yeah, I would say A-minus and low RPM are two very unexplored, you know, areas of, of play, and, um, like, I just I just haven't had the time to really shoot myself doing what all I can do now, doing A-minus, but best believe I got some junk for y'all on that. I want to see it. Oh, man. you are not ready, it. though. You're not ready, iLinks. I-Links. <laughs> we're not ready. iLinks, you're not ready. Ross, you're – oh, man. Oh but, yeah, man, like, it's – you got to do it. You got to do it. And if you want to get a little bit more comfortable with that, pick up a Kandama first. Pick up a Kandama I, first. Oh, ain't I no spin. Man, Everybody so got to get to some Kandama.
0: Oh, Anthony condaming, Have you seen Anthony Rojas's Kandama video?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Kill Every time, they kill me. Yeah. Shout-out Anthony they Rojas, more fun rep.
0: Um. Oh, what else have we got? Um, awesome. I, oh, there was one other thing I wanted to talk about on style, yes. which yes. is for me, because I, I love fully freestyle. You, you. kind of identified that, that was a thing in yo-yoing. I was just calling it like yo-yo improv before, yeah. but I, I love that as a name. So my, my whole thing with it is if you want to be able to do – when I got into it, I was like, all right, how, what can I use as a foundation for this that holds it all together? which like in, I don't know, taking from music, it would be like, what's the beat that you can always come back to, that if Mm -hmm. you get lost, what can you come back to? The pocket, yeah. That foundation is a little bit different Mm. in that I always come back to flow theory, and like poi stuff, like all of my tricks, like you can really see it here. This is a poi trick. Yeah. This is 100% a poi trick. And so if I ever get lost, I can always come back to my poi combos. And yeah. feel, all right. I'll throw yeah. an anti-spin and yeah. I'll throw some
2: stalls. It's nice. It's um, nice. Yeah.
0: Which that was one more thing I wanted to say. Sorry, I'm jumping on over uh, topic. No, you're good. You're if good. you want to look up redirects and get really good at them, watch poi videos on stalls. The keyword is stalls. Mm. Uh, Drex Factor is a really good uh, poi teacher, and it's that is a stall and in yo-yoing it's a redirect. So if you wanna get really good at it and get into the theory of them, stalls for Poi uh, tutorials. Anyway, what I was getting back to is um, my core is, is flow theory and mm-hmm. it seems like your core, which I, I strive towards is like old school yo-yoing. Yeah. Like, like, traditional tricks and the classics and I don't do that. <laughs> and I can't do that and I'm sure both are valid but I'm interested in how do you get old school yo-yoing deeper? Oh, you're already ready. Just go, just go.
1: <laughs> okay. So um, I'm always going to pull from everything that I've experienced in yo-yo. So obviously I'm from the old school era up till now. So my basis yeah. is going to, it's going to have all that. Um, yeah. I think that for me, like, like you're always going to end up in a trapeze and you're always going to have double or nothing. Like those are, you're always going to have more or less single layer elements that you that you end up in. So for me, like there's so much value in them. Granted, you know, you can obviously look at the tricks we made with that aesthetic back then and see like, yeah, clear value. But yeah. I think in this era of like super tech and anything else that one focuses on, it gets really easy to forget that There's a lot of meat on the bone when it comes to single layer, right? Like you can re-vary, skin the gerbil, shout out to Doc Pop, you know, and make that thing sing if you know and you feel like you can make that thing sing. But if you're thinking it's whack and you don't even mess with it, then that's the energy you're going to bring to it. So for me, it's very much like, like when you first start doing fully freestyle, it's definitely a lot more approachable. And a lot more comfortable if you stay with single layer single layer elements to kind of get your sense of rhythm and timing before you start getting more dense what i like to try to do is to is to maintain a pocket right like you think about like quest love right like a pocket within 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 a rhythm section instrument like a like a drum set is is the is the is the metronome but like a pocket it's it's comfortable it's a resting point for anybody else that's playing in the, in the arrangement to come back to even, even when drummers are soloing, they still have a pocket to come back to when they get out of their solo. The best of drummers can get so seemingly off beat and then come right back to the pocket as if nothing ever happened. So that's the same methodology that I apply when I'm yo-yoing is to try to keep a certain pocket that's nested into the rhythm and into, into what I'm, you know, messing around with. So I always have that kind of, state zero to come back to also yes i try to keep an old school um necessity for one but also a uh kind of like um a feature or a focal point which was keeping the yo-yo moving even if it's just a little bit just a little bit if you keep the yo-yo moving it's going to always look like it kind of has some life and um i think for me like that just that just makes a monster of a difference when the yo-yo has just a little bit of movement and i know that if i come back to single layer single layer then i can still get vibey then then i feel enabled and i feel comfortable going to the depths of density even if it strips back down to like a double or nothing is something that to to most people might seem unfavorable right like i think a lot of people try to over index on complexity but there's still a lot of value in the simple elements you know behind you know behind the arm trapeze is still banging you know like what are you talking about, <laughs> you know? 3D you know, Eli just,
0: Hop never stopped being cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it's like, yeah, let me let, you know, know that there's still, there's, there's still food on the plate. No, there's still food on the yeah. plate. Try to figure out, and, and hey, look, single layer, you know, old school era might not be your pocket, but just figure out what your pocket is, where you can feel like you come back to it, and, you know, you, you, you don't feel like, you, like you're off, right? I think for yeah. me, one thing that was able to kind of get me on on stage brain-twister combo, right? That's why nine times out of 10, when, within the first two tricks, you're likely going to see me do a brain-twister combo because I can zone out and I can really get into you know, the flow, all right, you know? And uh, But yeah, no, with fully freestyle, I try to maintain a pocket and I just try to keep the yo-yo moving. Also, functionally, we had to keep the yo-yo moving <laughs> because yes. you know it's very easy to snag when the yo-yo's not moving back then. So it's very much a relic of the technology and the times. Um, yeah. so yeah, but it helps tremendously. Like, don't like move the yo-yo. You can be intentional about the yo-yo not moving, sure. But if you're in an, if you're in an, uh, a mind state of like not knowing what to do or not be, knowing that it's about to be kind of like an un, an uncharted territory, just know that you can keep the yo-yo moving and get your ground and, and use that as a means to kind of transition to the next. Keep the yo-yo yeah. swaying at a minimum. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. I, I think people forget that the, the basic tricks. Like, people forget the feeling that they felt when they first saw Boingy Boing.
2: Yeah. And that's
0: an amazing trick. Oh, yeah. If, if, if people walk up to you and they go, can I see a yo-yo trick? And all you do is they're going to – not that I just hit it. Here, you do a Boingy Boing for them. They're going to freak out the same way that you freaked out the first time you saw someone do Boingy Boing.
1: Yep, and then they're going to ask you to walk the dog.
0: Yeah. Exa- yep, they absolutely will. And they for, no, I can't do that. Uh, my response, also, if anyone ever gets asked that, my response personally is, No, I can't do that. It's metal. it ruin the yo yo. But I can do this. And then yeah, like, you know, they are. go to boing And yeah. they go, Whoa! They totally forget that they asked you about walk the dog.
1: Um, keeps them happy so that you're not just going,
0: No, I can't so-
1: do that. I just I, I just saw this one comment. I haven't been following him, but yeah. uh, Re- Return Tops BR, this is so synchronous. He said, super flow is, is my bread, which is crazy because the trick that I had in mind to teach y'all, which I don't know if I can do, is, is super flow. That's crazy that you make mention of that. Uh, but Alex Laziniak from Team Massachusetts back in the day, he made a combo or a repeater called super flow. Do you know super flow, Ross?
0: I don't know super flow.
1: I'll try to, I think this string is short enough to so get it in
0: frame. But ultimately, I do want to. I do want to keep the just because this is going to be a podcast and on here. I want to yeah. keep the um the trick in just its own segment. Sure, sure. Get it out of the podcast. Yes. Um, but if if you, I, I have like a couple little more questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last is thing. So the
1: last. The, the last thing I'll round out as far as Zach is yeah. concerned is super flow as a repeater. That's a great base pocket trick to come back to. Um, because it delineates and transitions into so much so smoothly because it's naturally made for flowing. Um, so yeah, again, like try to have a pocket, try to figure out what your pocket is.
0: What's your pocket?
1: Yeah. Ask
0: yourself that. <laughs> I know what mine is.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah.
0: always my pocket.
1: Yeah. Um, Just like with, like with like, with, if you think about like a rapper, you know, or like freestyle yeah. rapper, they'll have like They'll have catchphrases that you that you can hear them kind of come back to you know yeah or ad that they might come back to those those things kind of help you fill in the gaps right no different than if like you know if if you if you go to a club like there's going to be music that music keeps the communication comfortable as soon as that music's off it's a lot to fill up right like you know that's a lot to fill up so you having a trick or some elements to come back to as your pocket it comforts the room, right? It puts the music, puts the house music on, you know? Yeah. It's not as confrontational when there's no music. That's what your pocket is, is filling in. I, I know a lot,
0: of, uh, a lot of great rappers have excellent lines that revolve around their name. Mm-hmm. They often come back to that just because they, <laughs> they, there's so many rhymes they've thought through with their name that they can always pop back to it and then get free advertising in the meantime. (laughs) Yeah,
1: and it starts to become its own little like deviated like sub style because at some point, you know, as your skill goes up and your ability goes up, you'll you'll develop kind of a new like freestyle comfort with that one pocket, right? So it's like, okay, this time you go back to the pocket and you did the trick exactly as it is. But the 10th time you come back to the pocket, now you're, you're so comfortable that you're inclined to go fully freestyle into something else immediately versus yeah. just doing the trick as it is. So like, that's, that's definitely to be known. It's like re- repetition does breed ingenuity, even if it feels redundant. And,
0: and to me, it's almost like a chorus of a song too. That like, if you listen to a pop song, how they do it is they do a, a verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus. Yeah. That's every pop song. And if you just do three choruses, which is the, the core of your yo-yo, which for me, let's say it's this, like there's my chorus, what's my verse? Well, I know I can go over here and do something that looks similar and then go over here and then over here. And now I want to go back to my chorus. So I go back to the chorus yeah. and now redirects. Here's redirect, 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 redirect. And now back to my chorus. So mm-hmm. that is now I'm doing fully freestyle. And coming back to my pocket, is that kind of what you're getting to? Exactly. Exactly. There we go. There yeah. we
2: go.
0: So yeah. everybody try these things.
2: Yes, try, try these things.
0: <laughs> what's the stuff that is so easy to you is what we're getting at. Like what's the stuff that's so easy to you that you can do like it's like it's no problem, but to everyone else who's the not a yo yoer is like amazing. And that can be your pocket. Yeah. Yep. I love that idea. Oh, I love that idea. <laughs> yes. Okay. Cool. 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 Um, uh, I want to also specify what is single layer when you said single layer. Yeah,
1: single layer. Like, think about like trapeze, double or nothing, triple or nothing. Um, yeah. You know, kamikaze. Sorry, not. Um, sorry. Um, trapeze, bro. Uh, let's see, Buddha's revenge, skin the dribble. You're dealing with you know your basic layers. There's no density. There's generally there's no like twist and stuff. Um oh yeah hey, I got some room uh it's such a weird crop but like this is sing- like sing- ugh, this is a hard crop <laughs> single layer is just dealing with simple layers <laughs> single layer is simple layers there's no twist there's no you know extra tech in it it's just it's anywhere from like you know this up to like this like see, there's no like twist it's all clean lines yeah that's that's what we're talking well that starts to get non-single but ultimately, you're dealing with very simple layers.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so uh, uh, for people watching um, the Yonamicon, but I think it's Mark McBride mm. deals with all that. Yes, it's, it's like a like a, a academic definition of all single layer tricks. If that's what you mean by single
1: layer. Yeah, it definitely holds it holds a lot of um, but like, yeah, again, it's just clean, clean lines that aren't yep. overly dense. You know, like I think uh, it's a like lot of kam- style, especially. yeah. Like Kamikaze would not be single layer because you have that, like that first hop where you jump into the string. Like that's more complicated. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. If you have to like, hit, like, 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 there's now. no thumbs. I think, like, well, you can use thumbs. Long story short, it's it's just clean lines. There's no extra kinks, twist, and all that. Got you, got you. Okay. Kuchi so bow would be another single layer trick. Yeah. Mm so all the, the double nothing
0: single yep. layer yep. i get what you mean yeah. and i know that i almost exclusively deal in single layer because anything above that and i feel it, like it's too
1: complicated <laughs> yeah i feel you oh no pinching as well that's a biggie no pinching really no pitching, no I pinching. Use pinching all the time. Well, for single layer. I mean, if we're talking about like, you know, old school single layer, like, oh, you okay. know, if you want to kind of lock in on that look, then you wouldn't really be pinching anything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Oh, awesome. So then, one last thing I want to cover is you mentioned that you quit yo yoing. This is just a thought that I had for a while back. Yeah. You mentioned you quit yo yoing for a while because it was getting too intense how much. <laughs> how, how blissful it was. Yes. <laughs> um, and so you had to stop. And when you came back and after you explored other toys, did you feel that you had... How, how did that influence your yo-yoing? And did you feel that it had, like, increased your abilities as a yo-yoer?
1: Yeah, so the awesome part about fully freestyle, to me, it's pretty much lossless. Like, you can pause it. Like, it, assume, like you can stop and come back to it because it's not dependent on your tricks it's dependent on your chops. So it's like, if you're still doing other skill toys, especially ones that involve finger tech, then as long as your fingers have that sensitivity, you're gonna pick up right where you paused off, you know? So like, for me, um, I would say like, a lot of the other skill toy play didn't really, it doesn't really translate backwards to the yo-yo because the yo-yo mm-hmm. is what translate. It's like, it's not unilaterally now. It doesn't work that yeah. way, you know? So for me, like, yeah, it was very much just a pause, you know, I definitely still did a gut check to make sure that like, everything was, was, was cool. Like nobody wants to feel like they come back and they just lost everything that they, that, yeah. they, uh, that they learned. But, um, but yeah, no, fortunately with fully freestyle, as long as you, as long as you keep playing with something, then you're generally good to go to be able to just pause and, and you know, pause and play. Awesome. So it's,
0: I, I like it's it's not exactly one to one between the tricks, but it there's some le- there's some
1: yeah <laughs> some overlap yeah it's just yeah it's you know it's you can and don't get me wrong you can like more or less figure out what does kind of remix back if you if you take that time to think, but then we're getting kind of away from fully freestyle and and a little bit more kind of creation at that point. Yeah. Um, it is so different. Like you think about like kandama, it's very much about, uh, it's very illustration based. Like you're you're a very animation based. Like your the animation of your knees. <laughs> you know, like it's yeah. you know it's 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 just not quite the same. It's perfect case in point. Kandama, you're using your knees. For me with yo yo, I try my best to stay stationary. Hmm. You know, that's completely non. It doesn't translate. You know, yeah. like it, it doesn't translate like that. You know, um, right. so. Yeah, it's just yes it's not the same. (laughs)
0: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha.
1: But some players do. Like I know, like I know you use your body a lot, so it's like for you going from kendama backwards, it will probably work pretty well. Like it depends on your style and what your what your what your pieces are within your own personal style.
0: Though honestly, and it's probably just due to my incompetence with a kendama, when I'm doing kendama, I'm so completely stationary.
1: You gotta uh, get comfy right. with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, takes, it definitely takes some getting used to. I remember when I first started playing kadama, I was like, "Nah, I'm gonna try to get, I'm gonna try to get nice with no knees," and that went nowhere. <laughs> that went nowhere. Like you, you must, you know, it, like yeah, you and now that, that's a perfect example of being like, "All right, here I am. I don't know nothing about this." And obviously, the OGs are saying, "You know, you gotta use these knees." So let me get out of my head and just do what they're saying because yeah. they know. <laughs> you know all so of the, I Copy the, the masters. Yeah, copy Penny the masters. Style. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do all over their tenure. Like why would I why? They already they did a lot. Like yeah. they clearly solved for a lot of things. I'm not gonna just, you know, sign up for like the no, no, no.
2: It's yeah. like I
1: don't I'm I don't I don't I don't I don't just choose the hard route just because right like I'm an artist right I've already mm-hmm. done that right I've already gone from you know breaking the rules you know using the rules and seeing what maps out to be a fit what what maps out to truly help me or not help me and ultimately mm-hmm. learning rules is a good thing like this <laughs> learning you know trying what the great said is a good thing I'm not gonna be like now nah. Who cares about Picasso and Escher like stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like stupid? Follow gonna, the rules to begin with. Yeah,
1: at least. It just to start just to just to see what they talk about. Just to see what yeah. they talk about. You
0: know? And of course you can always break them one. You can day. always
1: break them. That's yes. always an option. You can always break them.
0: <laughs> but learn them 'em first. Understand, learn them. at least understand why the rule was created. Yeah. And once you understand it, then you can break it.
1: Yeah. I think one last thing I'll say about that is like yeah. I it always bugs me when when abstractionist artists oh my goodness um here's the thing you can't be an abstractionist artist if you aren't abstracting like mm. you're just, you like that would be just random like you know like you yeah. you need to be able to actually represent to then simplify down and yeah. then abstract right. Picasso, yeah. you know, Picasso was a phenomenal photorealistic uh, artist way before he figured out how to do um, abstraction, you know, mm-hmm. into I forget what the medium name or the uh, the style name eludes me right now. But like, but like, yeah, like, if you're going to do that and do more like kind of randomized look, uh, you know, and, and more kind of like experimental it definitely still helps you to know how to, you know, draw or illustrate realistically, because it gives you a base point of like, oh, it, like this feature, like, or this, you know, this character, uh, this, this, uh, this nuance of representation for this illustration makes this discernible as that, right? Like yeah. if, I, if I draw a face, 50,000 times I can identify like, okay, really, it's like, if I'm going to be a caricature artist, right, I can identify like, okay, if I focus on the eyes, and I focus on the nose and the mouth, and those are reading a certain way, then a person is going to perceive this as a face, even if I bend it like this. But if you don't have that basis of what the perceptibility of it is out the gate, then you're really rolling the dice. And yeah. it's not to say there's anything wrong with that, but you'll be a lot more informed and have a much more practical approach to how you do it if you, if you, if you get the rules first. Yeah. <laughs> the rules first. Picasso did it. Who am I? You're, right. You're like, who am I to be like, nah, screw that. I'm going to do it like this. I got to, yeah. uh, you know, like, nah, nah. It's, <laughs> just how, I'm, how I'm
0: thinking about this is kind of what I was saying earlier, that like, you can do boy, you boy. And then you can kill your yo-yo, and you can still do boingy boing. But if you're not a yo-yoer and you try to do a dead yo-yo boingy boing like this, it's gonna look very different. (laughs) It's gonna be like. uh, uh, It's gonna look very different because you're not gonna know what it actually looks like. You won't know. There's like a core nugget to it that you won't have. Yes. Um, Yes. Oh god, there's a word for that in metaphysics, and I forget what it is. But I swear it's there. It's like it's like the 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 Platonic ideal when people talk about that. Yeah. It's like the Platonic ideal of a of a, a not a pointy boing Eli Hop.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, that that you can strive for, but you <laughs> have to understand that, or at least be able to approximate it accurately before you can start abstracting it. Yeah. Um, In other ways.
1: Yeah.
0: Um,
2: God. yeah.
1: You can't make a var- You can't make a variation. There's no such thing as just a variation. Like, yeah. asked them, what are you varying? There's gonna be a thing. There's gonna be something.
0: Oh my god! Love that.
2: kick. Oh, right.
0: But that's the important of attribution too, because I, I, I attribute a lot of my abilities to just watching Anthony Rojas mm. and like seeing what he does and trying to copy it, because otherwise. I'm just a variation. Yeah. And that doesn't exist. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely inspired by um, Anthony Rojas and, you know, all the other folks. Um, Evan Nagao, Charles Haycock. Uh, oh, oh, God. Many, I've read the, the list of many, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we got some comments in here. You're right, I was guessing. I went to art school. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cubism.
2: Mm, <laughs> um, that's one cool, of them. So,
0: so I want to, first of all, I want to write down this timestamp so that I can know when to edit, mm. uh, which is 1 46. We've been talking for almost two hours for like this, man, I I like this manual
1: start. notepad that you brought into such a digital medium. I love it. Oh, let me take some notes. I love that. the old school man, ways. Are always the, best. Uh, the best. Yes. Yes. Um, you could use more so
0: I want to get into uh, uh, that, that flow hyperflow. What was that? Oh,
1: superflow superflow yeah let me um here let me this string this year is a little responsive we're going to here let me see least, let me see so super <clears throat> so superflow is a repeater that was created by Alex Lazziniak some years ago with the intention of you know just being able to have a very smooth Uh, repeater. And it stems from, you know, 1.5, i.e., you know, Buddha's revenge mount. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna see if I can do this in this little mini fixed window here. Let me adjust my angle episode slightly get my noggin out. Then let me Yeah, I think this is enough space for me to Yeah, this should work. This should work. Okay. So let me see if I can first give an example.
0: How's that? Am I in frame? You are in frame. And also at this point, I'm going to say if anyone's listening to the podcast, we're going to cut right here. And uh, if you want to watch the trick, then go check out my Instagram page. It's I-L-I-N-X underscore T-O-Y-S. Drop a follow, watch this, and also follow Mark Mont. That's M-A-R-K-M-O-N-T because he is our guest today. And then you can learn this excellent trick that we're about to learn right now. If somebody's looking for a pocket, which podcast people just miss that trick, this is a great trick that can be a pocket that you can keep coming back to, because yeah. it's sort of a very quick little thing that you can do from one and a half, and um, and, and lead back. It, it leads. It, it's an uh, Ouroboros, or Ouroboros. It's a trick that ends exactly where it begins. Yeah, it's man. A it's a repeater. Yeah. I'm getting too, I'm getting too, <laughs> two, <laughs> two big words. is a repeater, it's yes, a repeater. It is. So I think what what that brings me to, though, is uh, you know, if, if you need one of those pockets that you're talking about, choose a repeater. because I mean, I did it instinctively. That yeah. is essentially a repeater. Um, and so I think that's a really good place to start if you're looking for a pocket. Yeah, especially because mounts are kind of like these points where all kinds of tricks intersect. Yep. In that web that I was talking about, mm-hmm. a mount, like a double or nothing, there's so much that leads into this and so much that leads out of it that if you use that as your pocket, then you'll never
1: you'll never be at a loss for something to do. Yeah, you'll never be at a loss with trapeze, one point five, and double or nothing, and boing boing. Like, yep. This is this is all I'm doing right now. Super single layer. messing around with a little bit of super flow, and just really just keeping it smooth.
0: Oops. Yes. Um, also another benefit of that trick, it seems is it'll teach you how to do those roles without binding. Yeah, super useful. Uh, I, I, I always like that um, tricks, one of the most useful features of them is as an exercise to practice specific things. And that's a good trick yeah.
1: for if you want to make sure your yo-yo is binding up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a good point. It's a good, it's a good stretch. Like, it's a good way to see how your yo-yo is performing before you get yeah. on the stage. Um, also, True. Man, on that note, um, I got another formula. Co- well, I got, I got a gang of formulas coming, but the one I'm most excited about is one that I've been prototyping uh, for a good while. And it's, um, it's our, it's going to be our thin formula. And ultimately, like, for me, since I played responsive, you know, it's, it's always going to be a little bit harder for tech based tricks. So I wanted to make a thinner string or thinner formula yeah. that made it just a little bit less scary <laughs> to get super techy, um, especially taking the more kind of high risk instance of elements, um, you know, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's nice. <laughs> it's real nice. Uh, let me see. Awesome. I... When's that going to be available? Probably soon, actually. I might, because I only have to update. I only have to update the uh, the drop down parameter on my site to make it go live. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's gonna be dope. We got um, I, just, oh, I got my bag of tricks. We got some blends coming. Oh, here we go. Whoops. I, I want to shout out real
0: quick. It Ugh. looks like um, YoYo for Andre. Hopefully, I don't know if he's still here, but he just was in a second ago. Oh, he left. I missed him. Well, I was going to I was gonna go hint, hint for him sawing your strings. <laughs>
1: right. Too late now. So here's one. It's like it's Night Moves and Cumulus Foam Blended. Oh, okay. We also got uh, that one's called Sunset Trajectory. Shout out to uh, Yo-Yo, Nate, uh, Yo-Yo Jam. Uh-huh. Go back. Uh, here is, I forget what I'm calling this one, but ultimately this is Cumulus and Blue-Eyed White Dragon. Oh, yeah, we don't we don't play with our you see it's vacuum seal. Come on, mark my shop. Let's go. Yeah, oh, go man. to your go to mark my shop right now. <laughs> this one's uh, cumulus foam and draken, so the white strand and the yellow strand.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And let's see what else we got. My bag of tricks. We got a thicker blend of um of Amy. It gets a little bit more juicy, more fluffy, pretty much the same thickness as cumulus foam. Okay. Very phew what fun oh this is uh this is dragon and night moves blended like a nice little creamsicle color that's pretty and let's see there's a there's a few others but those are the ones oh what man you think cumulus foam is thick or kitty fat is thick no 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 shade no shade you're wrong this is thick this is a winter carnival and it's uh it's an incredibly thick formula, super fluffy, super soft, does not feel like poly. Um just a blast, nothing but games with that one. But uh, but yeah. Um so I yeah. gotta
0: pick up some of your strings, it sounds like. Yes, you do.
1: I need to get on the ball and actually release them. <laughs> yep.
0: Um and as far as so that was actually first of all, I want to check. Do you have any other uh, things you want to talk about before you do a little wrap up.
1: Oh man, I can talk for hours, but I will say, um, you know, I'll just give a quick little, uh, preview announcement of sorts. Like we got, we got a variety of, you know, we got a variety of skill toys coming out next year. Some that don't exist. Some like brand new toys coming out. Um, we will be doing, we will be doing Kandamas. We will be doing Thomas. Um, the first, uh, the first release that we're probably going to do as a, is a time of collaboration with another brand. You may know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you right now, but be on the lookout for that. Um, let's see. Butterfly knives are awesome. <laughs> so if you're into anything skill toy, I highly recommend you try it. Uh, worry bricks is, is an awesome skill toy. That's, um, I, I forget when he made the first version, but he came back out and did a, he started doing more drops and, Those are those magnetic blocks. Yeah, let me see. I think I got a set right here. These are worry bricks, Uh magnetic. Do stuff. It's kind of hard to do on this crop, but yeah. So these are worry bricks. These are a lot of fun. Um, let's see what else. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We got strings coming. We got kendamas coming. We got wooden toys coming. We got a lathe. Um, we got. Beglery's coming. We got, we got Kendama string blends coming. We also Ooh. have beggary and paracord formulas coming. Got a braiding machine. Wow. Yeah. Um, let's see what else we got. What else we got. Um, obviously there's going to be more yo-yos. I don't say nothing about those. You just got to wait and see. Um, <laughs> if you haven't had a chance um, to check out the collaboration we did with Thesis, this came out really cool. I'm really happy with how the print came out. The new great. Yeah, it's the Capo. Yeah. So if you were considering a Capo, which one to get? You want to get this one because it's, it's this is the best one. This is the best one.
2: <laughs> um.
1: Oh, we got some finger batons coming. Uh, this is this is one of them. Unique or sorry, uh, original design. It's kind of like an hourglass. This is really fun. It's really thick. You can get a lot more tactile, more boom bap. Um. And then this is kind of a shorter one. So we got those coming along. Um. Sh- If you haven't heard of Begler, then you probably haven't heard of Checky. But this is an awesome skill toy that I'm going to be, you know, doing some more videos with. Um, Around Square just released his own version. Um, That's very awesome. Highly recommend you go check out Around Square if you're looking for some other kind of fidget-based toys. And I don't mean to box in his toys as fidget. I just say that because people know that term. Um, Definitely go go check him out. Support all the skill toy players and all the skill toy um, vendors. Because these are singular, like a lot of times these are singularly grand brands and shops, you know. And um, you know, it's it's only through the support that these that these shops can stay in business, and uh, it gives them some good vibes to keep doing this work. It's it's work. <laughs> yeah. trust me, this is this is it's 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 work. You know, we we definitely have a lot of fun. Everybody has a lot of fun making toys and providing you know awesome stuff for folks to jam with, but also understand and receive. Like it's work. Um, so yeah also also feeds back
0: into the community if you ever go to a yo-yo contest and you see all those logos on the back
1: the the background
0: that is a company who paid to make that event happen to pay for the space and that money comes from you buying yo-yos and skill toys so like it's a it is a tiny economy and it really needs people's
1: support or else it
0: it doesn't stay around
1: yeah i mean no matter how big a company looks it's never like ninety nine percent of them aren't that big, you know, so just yeah support they it, it means a lot. Um, oh, one thing I was to say <laughs> just in the, just in the spirit of transparency, I don't feel like a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of brand owners or shop owners kind of uh, kind of address this, but one thing I definitely want to say is like communication is tricky in a digital capacity sometimes, yeah. um, you know, so it could be really easy to, to to either say something wrong or for somebody to pull something wrong from something being said. I just want to let anybody know from like a customer service standpoint, if I ever said anything to Ruffle Feathers, that's my beat. Like I, I fully, <laughs> I'm fully accountable to, to my words and how I type and what I say and all that. So I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not perfect. I make mistakes. So I definitely apologize to, to anybody.
0: Yo-Yo brands do not have uh, public representation departments. <laughs>
1: right, We are, uh, it's just us. <laughs> Just us, just us. Oh. So yeah, anybody yeah. Y'all y'all know who you are. Uh just wanted to make a public apology for any for, you know for any feelings um, ruffled over over statements made. <laughs> but yeah, man, got a lot of stuff moving along. Um, definitely get into the Just get in the skill toys, get in the more toys. If you're just playing yo-yo, then you're really not taking advantage of what all we got out here in this toy land. Um, yeah. I try to kind Don't of go buy a- something
0: and in the meantime play dead yo-yo play just a string like while while that other toy is shipping go pick yeah, up something. yeah get a kendama. get juggling balls get oh 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 uh, uh, diablo get yeah. some boxes get devil sticks yeah. buy a unicycle go go crazy
1: yeah definitely do that go to ace hardware and get creative
0: oh know? another thing doesn't need anything learn gloving oh yeah everybody can do that you can all pick that up and there's tutorials online um, uh, 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 e amazing Likes has great tutorials
1: on that. Mm, mm.
0: Um, <laughs> there's always something more to learn.
1: There's definitely always something more to learn. There's yeah. definitely always something more to learn. And uh, also with that, if you look up, like, you can you can look up gloving, but you can also look up look up uh, digits or popping digits, and that's and yeah. I mean, yeah. There's there's a few different there's generally a few different ways. Or a few different names of similar things so yeah. you know always keep an eye out because you never know what other content exists for the same um either for the same skill toy or for the or for the same uh just thing you know yeah. like like you know like we just unearthed there. it's like in 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 the magic lane it's gloving in the in the dance in the popping side it's digits and those yeah. are completely divergent you get a totally different set of videos to consume there you know i have i have Abacus. And that'll look how it looks, but if you look at Ross, that'll look different how he does it. If you go to the poi side and you look up meteor poi, that'll be completely different. So, like, yeah, that's a that's a that's a biggie. They're big
0: holes waiting for you to dive in. <laughs>
1: yeah, man. Yes. Um,
0: cool. So I want to do some quick wrap up. I, uh, the first thing I want to do was plugs. Yeah. I think we got those. Go to Mark Mont shop and buy everything. Buy the whole yeah. store. Um. And so one thing, and these takeaway questions are straight out of Discourse and Magic, shout out to Jordan Babins. First of all, takeaway point is um, what's like one thing that we talked about back when we talked about all the different theory. People are, we've been talking for two hours and five minutes now. Yes. and, uh, And so people have been doing all kinds of stuff. Maybe they're just sitting in bed looking at their phone but that's a lot of stuff what's one thing that we talked about i'll do one and you do one that if you wanted to wrap all this up and just for them to remember one thing forever um then what would that one point be
1: please do get more comfortable being uncomfy and that goes into all aspects of life i feel like that's one of the biggest kind of inhibitors that we kind of self put on ourselves Uh Is being like no i don't want to I don't wanna do that business idea. I don't wanna to try to do that on the job. I don't wanna to try to, you know, level up in that way because it's uncomfortable. That yeah. if I do it like, if I do that, I'm gonna to have to do this. Well, you might not have to, right? There's always a different way to, to set up the infrastructure of that business. There's always a different way to go about learning that trick, right? Like for yes. me, learning Slack off of the most complex Slack tricks, that would have been, you know, terrifying for me. So mm-hmm. instead I learned, elements and techniques and methods and eventually that may be comfortable that's a much more enjoyable way to go about learning that versus the discomfort in mind of having to learn it like that so and then with like with fully freestyle or any type of games you're trying to get with any skill toy you know definitely you know you gotta kind of cut off that discomfort that comes from at the, at the start of like nah, i don't want to do that i'm whack it feels like trash like not nah bask in the discomfort and just push through like and that's the and that's the that's the kind of second half of that which is keep going you know just keep going you got to keep going nobody's just naturally good at what they're now good at i wasn't naturally good at freestyle i was horrible at it you know yeah. and, and i'm talking horrible for a minute you know i still have like three four five hour fully freestyle sessions shot terribly on facebook that are just trash this just trash man it's is trash, you know, but if you just keep going and try to pay attention to what you do enjoy and not focus so much on what you don't like, then you're going to be setting yourself up for all kinds of awesomeness. So get comfy being uncomfy. Don't worry about being whack and just keep on going. That's, I, that's, that's me.
0: I love that. And two points to add are one, uh, it's almost like find how to make the uncomfortable comfortable. Like find how to make. Because then it won't be uncomfortable anymore. Yes. Uh, And then another thing is to, like you're saying, you have a lot of content posted, and I do too. And I think that a lot of people, if they post consistently, then it makes them yo-yo consistently with an eye towards, how do I look good when I'm doing this? Because if you're posting crap and you know that it's crap, and if you look at my early stuff, it's a lot of crap, then you're like, Every time you yo-yo, you're like, how do I improve this time mm. and make it that little bit better? And how do I, not, how do I not miss that damn bind at the yeah, end? Yeah, yeah. And so like posts, that's, that's really the value of Instagram.
1: Is yeah, man. It
0: makes you put yourself
1: out there. Yeah. You got to rip off that bandaid, right? Yep. Like the, fa- the sooner you can get it out there, the further, the, the faster you can get to the next right like you can't hold on to it so tight or feel like nah they won't like it or or any other reasons like that was the biggest for me like with fully freestyle I was like I need to show progress and this is going to help me go further but I don't feel like this is like any A grade so I just I just was like this is at least a C this is at least a B I'm just going to throw it up you know but the more yeah the more you do that the faster you'll start to see those gains and and seeing yourself seeing how your tricks and your combos etc look played back in video it's it's a, it's a phenomenal stress test like yeah. it always it will always help you to improve oh this yes. was, this felt good but it doesn't look good what can i tweak to make that look better you know yeah. oh like i'm occupied on my shot like even with the even with how you produce right oh my shot it's it's big but i'm only using this tight space maybe i get a different lens or maybe i just yo-yo bigger You know, like you, you don't realize that was a big one. Like, I'm, I, you know, I, I, when I first started, I was, I was filming in my kitchen. So my kitchen obviously has a countertop. So I had to literally, I have to raise my posture, but when I'm live and my posture is raised and I'm focused, it makes me yo-yo a lot cleaner and just different than I normally would if, if I didn't have those limitations, you know? So sometimes like seeing the video, you know and 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 kind of seeing how it's being relayed uh and how you set up your your capture can definitely uh help dramatically improve the capture but also improve how it is that you're you know making your decisions of what to actually um you know execute absolutely absolutely oh my god
0: <laughs> oh, i like the way you said about how the space influences how you yo-yo i used to yo-yo in my room and then i moved to my garage and there's no upper limit now. Like yeah. I can go all the way up to the top. And so it totally changes the style
1: available. Dude, like you could you could look at
0: I got vid- I got that bar right there and even that affects how yo-yo. Because I yeah! have to miss
1: that. Everything, everything. Like right yeah. like my studio is leaned out less distraction. Like you don't you never know what will help. For yeah. me, like like when I have space I yo-yo way different. Like you can yeah. look at how I yo-yo in the kitchen versus how I look when it's the gray backdrop, and it's completely yeah. different because yeah. I got more space to il- to, uh, to illustrate. So like, yeah, that's a that's a big one too. Oh oh, quick tip, oh, this is really big. If you have an iPhone or if you have an Android, shoot in high frame rate and then cut it back to low frame rate. That will make your video look way better. Uh, always, if you if you gotta shoot indoors, try to shoot during the day and have the sun. Light facing you because natural light is always going to look juicy Um, or just go outside and get you some fresh breath air and maybe give that tree a hug because trees are dope Um, also yes if you're trying to do some editing I do all my video editing on what my phone I use an app called video Leap and it's great I hope they sponsor me (laughs) I love that app Uh, but like I used to use premiere back in the day but Ultimately, it's just way faster for me to just chop it up on my phone. All my video editing, even the full-length clips, they're all done on my phone. So I strongly recommend using VideoLeap. Film in slow-mo, slow-mo, hit edit, scrub it back to normal frames. And um, yeah, those are my, and, and oh, use Really high frame rate. Yeah, yeah <laughs> Wow. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah.
0: I was saying like uh, like 60 frames per second, but you be. Uh, 122, be 120 124,
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah but then also it's also cool then because then you have a slow-mo you, you also have a you, you can slow it down if you need to and that's that's always vibes but um but yeah it just it, it looks so much more cinematic and more engaging when you're i think it's like the equivalent of like 30 frames per second or 24 one of the two um it it's closer to what your eye perceives in real life that's why a super high frame rate doesn't look real because it's not real your eye can't your eye doesn't process at that speed. So it's, you know, it's it can be informative and helpful for tutorials, but if I'm just trying to look at a video and just enjoy it like as vibes, that lower frame rate is gonna make it feel a lot more natural. And that's ultimately what your emotions are perceiving as, oh, I like this, cause it's closer yeah. to real. <laughs>
0: yeah. Absolutely, so that's awesome. Natural lighting, also look up three-point lighting if you're indoors. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm how my videos looked uh, definitely so check that out and the setup is like you know 75 to 100 bucks it's a lot but you know that's a new yo-yo do you yeah. want a new yo-yo or do you want to
1: look way better on your videos all the time uh, yeah i mean that's another great one great one ross like take your representation serious it's It's not to say that you have to do a brand or you got to do a shop or you got to do anything. But the way you represent yourself, you never know when that will come in handy. You know, you never know who's looking, who's watching, who's reading, right? You never know what of what you got to remix into your resume for a job. Like there's all kinds of benefits uh, that come with truly representing yourself, you know, well, take it serious. You don't know, even if you don't know what you're going to do. I didn't know what I was going to do when i got into yo yo but i knew that i was representing myself in interviews and in these you know in these q and a's and these video, in these performances etc. so let me make myself look you know how i think i should look because eventually eventually these persons might be able to support me in another future endeavor so let me let me let me put a little bit of effort into this so yeah. like it's not just a throwaway trick like if you treat it like that then that's what it's going to be but yeah. if you're like, nah, let me, I mean, it's, I know I could do a little bit more. Do that little bit more. It will always, you know, help you out on the bottom line in the long run.
0: Yeah. There yeah. are no throwaway tricks. Every trick you put out is art. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> think about it like that, then eventually it will be true. Um, okay. I think is a quick way to sum all that up. Yes. Um Oh, so you were saying be comfortable with the uncomfortable. Yes. My takeaway would be um, – Oh, what on earth? Oh, the pocket—the idea of a pocket, or like mm-hmm. I was saying, the chorus. That's how I tend to talk about it. it. Yes. Is have some core trick, um, which in this case, super flow, uh, yeah. which we taught earlier, um, and but it's it's have something that you can come back to, and that'll help you to develop your your fully freestyle if you have some core foundation that you can
1: fall back on. Yes, and if that's not, and if you don't got one, just fall back onto. Basics, yep. single leg trappies and double or nothing never hurt nobody. Ain't yep. nothing wrong with that. Get, get you, get you, get you to rolling, get you to bouncing. Like yep. that's, that's perfectly fine. Just get your, get your comfort back, get your peace and then go back into your uh, navigating. Yeah.
0: Keep those, keep those basics. Cause those all look good. Um, there are no throwaway tricks. Uh, so then one other thing is what would be something in today's yo-yoing community? that you like and then something that you don't like?
1: Oh, um, I think one thing that I like in the Yoyo community is kind of still the progression of, of tricks and elements and technique, you know, moving forward. There's, there's just so much talent across the whole globe. And I'm, I'm very happy to see that at no point have we like stopped, you know, there was some, there was some eras that got a little slow But ultimately where we're at now is like this uncharted territory to the limits. Like there's just so many amazingly good players out there. So that's one thing that I really like. One thing I don't like is how much focus is is put on uh, competition and meta. Um, I think it's fine to like want to win a contest and practice hard to win. But I think that more attention should be just put on playing and enjoying versus trying to figure out, how to how to make this trick score more points? At the end of the day, like make tricks that you like and that you love and that you enjoy. You know, not don't don't tailor it to the box of of a of a, of a rule set. For one, the rules change. <laughs> for two, when you do that, you're, you're cutting off the opportunity for that for that for that wild beast to get you know to to to, to get wild, right? Like yeah. no, don't 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 tame the stallion. You know so, so yeah, I think don't put yourself the, in the box, <laughs> yeah, don't put yourself in the box I would love to I would love for that kind of balance and shift a lot more for more for more presence to be for more attention to be put on like you know actual tricks and combos and and technique and methods um and get and get away from this such this focus over meta, and does this trick score? how do you think does this trick score points? Can you click this? yo, no, I can't <laughs> no. Please no. I want to let me see something. Let me see something. Let me yeah. see how you. Let me see how you get jazzy with that roll. Let me see that brain twisted combo. Like any yeah. anything else, it could be tech, It could be simple. It could be this. It could be that. Just please do not sh- do do not show me something that's with an intention of getting points or yeah. scoring highly. Like just please stop that. <laughs> just yeah. stop. Absolutely.
0: Oh, I agree with that so much. Do your own thing. That's Yeah. And also judges judge people on doing their own thing, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> Not how well they can stick to the rules you made up. Um
1: Yeah, that go that's a whole nother one, right? It's like uh, Yeah, that's a whole nother one. I don't wanna yeah. start any fuzz, but yeah, that's a whole oh, nother I one. <laughs> want
0: I want to. That's the other meaning of kill your yo yo. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> oh my Shout god. Shout out to all the, you know. Shout out to all the judges that tithe their time because nine times out of ten, it's tithe time. Whether or not I agree with the rules or how you're scoring or not, I'm still very grateful and very thankful of all judges because it's oh, yeah. still tithe. It's a lot of work. Whether yeah. you're judging, emceeing, you know, helping sign in, any any part of running a contest is work, and a, a lot of people don't treat it that way and talk a lot of mess um not knowing that like yo these people are doing this for free like hush (laughs) like hush even if you don't agree like still hush it was yeah you don't you you know you want to do better then then do better you put up the money you know you yeah make your own you make your own league right nobody said you got to be in nyyl or any league that you're in like do your own do your own but don't Please do not trash talk folks that are tithing their time. Like it's, yeah. it's just don't do that. <laughs> I
0: I might trash talk the institution, but not the individual. People. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, whatever, whatever helps you sleep at night. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, no. I I fully respect. This. I, I I have a lot of friends who are judges, and I love that they. Oh, I thank I thank them for keeping the yo yo community alive. <laughs> right. Today. Um, uh, beautiful. So then, um, one thing I wanted to. There's one last question. I forgot to do my plugs. I sell, I sell pads. This is, this is the bread and butter of Illinks. These are called mouse pads. They're 19 millimeter yo-yo pads. They're clear so they work with any color of yo-yo and they're $1 a pair. But if you go in the link in my bio, you can get them for, uh, you can get four pairs for free, but it's really a buy two get one free sort of a deal that you buy 12 pairs and get four of those for free. So you can get these for $8 for 24 pads is essentially the end goal there. Check that out in my bio. And also, Mark, if you ever want to carry uh, the, the cheapest but also high quality pads, cheapest on the market, but still same quality as anywhere else, let me know. try. if you want them, to carry man. those. Um, I, my, my whole goal is to make sure people just have pads in their bag at all yeah. times. That's what I want. I don't want people stressing over needing to pay like three dollars for a pair of pads.
1: Yeah, I, I, it's the same type. I think. I think when you when you get into that, it's like the enablement of of what the what the buyer gets or what the what the player gets is a very big kind of driving force behind what products are made in the why and the how. Right? Like I'm, it's, I'm the same way when it comes to Mark ma formulas. It's like yes, I make yo-yos. Anybody can make yo-yos. Can anybody make string? And you no, know, you know what I mean. You know, and it's like. When it comes to the string, it's like you you get a lot of other opportunities that you wouldn't normally get with uh other blends so for me i'm like nah this is this isn't really a it's not about the money it's about what I know you're gonna get as a as a as a play kind of diversification as you know you know from these products um so you know very very happy to hear you kind of have a very similar kind of ethos behind uh you know your pads
0: absolutely, yeah totally 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 um and uh, i i just want to i i mostly just want to show you um, but also sneak preview for everybody else this is a um this is what's coming out soon there's one thing that's keeping me from the, releasing them right now um but there's this is like a, a station that helps you maintain your yo-yos this is like an axle remover it has a space for a uh i wish i had all the stuff here but you know wow. it's got like little jars for to go into these oh, so wow. can hold your like bearing and pad solvent <laughs> this for taking out your pads holds a full 24 pads in it <laughs> everything in one spot so that's coming out soon i have a supplier for tweezers that sent me two big of tweezers it's the only <laughs> reason I, I have like six of them ready to sell ah. i have tweezers <laughs> that are an inch too long and i'm like god no so anyway um and as another sneak preview is the melatonin coming out mm. soon so anyway that's what we got last question this is called the endless chain um Mm -hmm. it's every person that i bring on i want to ask if there's someone else that you think needs to be on here that i need to talk to that needs to share their ideas um the one thing is it can't be someone who's been on before so far that's only luna the sonic pineapple from rinsy um and it has to be someone who you can put me in touch with um Ooh. Um, I mean,
1: yeah, yeah, plenty, plenty. I mean, I think, I think, I think you should talk with, I think you should talk with Anthony, especially since he's somebody that you value. Absolutely. Uh, oh, he's he's like he's very high on the list. Yeah, I think I think talking about Andre, I would love to, I would love to personally hear Andre's perspective over how it was that he started Yo-Yo Expert. Uh-huh. You know how it was that he decided to, you know consider taking on a to z science and learning um that store has so many toys it scares me like you think about you know you think about a shop like mine i don't know how many SKUs i have but let's say i have 10 to 20 different unique products andre has like one to 300 unique products like that's that's that's, that's work you know and that's just yo-yo (laughs) expertise yeah so I would love to no, that's A to Z science and learning and, and oh, yeah, as well yeah. as yo-yo experts.
0: That's those what are... I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh. Yes.
1: Yeah, those those gentlemen's. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Um, I don't think I've seen an interview. I don't think I've personally seen an interview, like a full length interview with Tessa. Um uh, oh, Tessa. I think, uh, I think a lot of people uh, know she... Yeah. I think a lot of people know she's dope, but like she's like Really? just released no. a uh, song yesterday. Everybody oh, nice! Did. Go yeah. check that out. Check that out. I think um, I would love to hear about Tessa's kind of approach to trick creation <laughs> and trick technique because she's got a really dope style and it's incredibly clean. But it still, it still has its energy to it. Yeah. Um, let's see. Does anybody on <laughs> anybody on Mark Moth rap? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I could go on for days. It's, it's I got, plenty. I got plenty here. Yeah. That,
0: that is perfect. <laughs> Do you have a connection to Yuki Spencer by any chance?
1: Um, I think still in touch just, with him. He, I could try. He's a oh. he's a tr- he's a tricky one. Certain players are certain players are hard to get a hold of. I could yeah, try. Yeah, uh, yeah. He yeah. just I- recently reactivated his account, though. Oh, really? Hmm. Well, there we go. Then. <laughs> yeah. Well, perfect. Yeah, there was there was um, an off-string trick that went up that I saw on on Trick Circle. Yeah, perfect.
0: Well, I think that's all that I got. Um, unless you got anything else to add? <laughs> yeah, no, nah, just keep going. Perfect. Well, going. Mark, so nice talking to you. Um, I gotta talk to you more about you call advocates. Oh yeah, we need, loss, yeah,
1: we need to but, like, we need to <laughs> definitely, we need to definitely talk further about that. Yeah,
0: I uh, these are these also. I had my friend Logan make them. They're made just like Contact poi.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, I have a
0: process to make these if, you, if you're looking for a way to I don't know if you have a production system if this is maybe one of those toys you wanted to release
2: mm-hmm.
0: but I want to make I want to make these with someone um so we got to talk more about
1: that yes we we'll definitely talk further yeah <laughs>
0: um
1: but That's sick so funny
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it I want to know what you
1: do with these yeah, oh, 40s. I'll um I'll send you a link cuz I I have at least one video up of me using like my original prototype. It's it's a while ago, but yeah, I'll send that to you afterwards. Send that out.
0: Here's yeah. I'll show you my prototype. I 3D printed these in 2016 and they are heavy. Nice.
1: Oh, <laughs> I like them. oh, you said you 3D pr- mm.
0: Yeah, that is 3D printed.
1: Yeah, no, that's interesting. That's interesting. With a paracord. Yeah.
0: But and then this is paracord and contact balls.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's all kinds of opportunities, depending on what shape, what finish, what string length, what string thickness, et cetera, et cetera. What object even. Um, yeah. I'm. I'm ex- yeah. We'll have to, we'll definitely have to talk further about that. About um, that. <laughs> so well, un- perfect. Uncharted. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you so much for, for joining. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I'll talk to you again soon. All right. Yeah, thanks for having me again. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for watching. And uh, if you haven't already, subscribe to Illinks Toys and Markmont on Instagram. I'll see you all later. All right. Bye, Mark.
2: Peace.